Shut up and sit down. What is going on, Dads? And welcome to episode 36 of the Dads at the Dark Show. Recorded on Sunday, March 7th, 2021. We host Drew and John, and thank you for joining us tonight for some Nintendo Pokemon. John, buddy, Drew, nailing that intro, Drew. We have been podcasting a lot together lately. It's, it's fantastic. Um, I'm, I'm loving it. Uh, but what what else have you been going on? I mean, we talk to each other nonstop every day. It's fun. It kind of feels like I'm having a little bit of a, you know, secret relationship with you. We're getting closer. Well, you're kind of like in the closet with me, Drew. I mean, literally, you're in your closet right now. Yeah, that's fair. And that's I'm looking at your clothes and trying to see if maybe you sort them out Monday to Friday, if there's any. You've got the same shelving system in your closet as I do. Pretty common. It's a pretty common cool. shelving system, I guess you could say. <laughs> you know, I and we like to call this the 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 studio. This is uh-huh. not a closet. My this is the, yeah. the Drew Studio. Sure. Um, it's nice to have in a studio because it's like I have my office for when I work from home. It's a nice like extra spare bedroom. But then I have the studio, which is the closet, which is and that, you know. that's just your closet, or do you share that closet? No, this is my my closet, my own okay. closet. Okay. Now, does does Amy have her own? Oh my God, Amy closet? has a closet three times the size of this thing. Wow. Yeah. Is it like a converted bedroom? Is that what you it did? It could be like a. It could be a bedroom. It, oh, okay. It's, it's it's no no. I mean no. It's 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 an actual closet, but mm. it's very large. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Would she rather have a larger closet, or? I don't know. I feel like she underutilizes it. You know, it's like mm-hmm. give me that closet so I can have a bigger studio. Because I feel yeah. like she's just like it's it's a mess. Right. Where I'm very organized. Are my plushies? I need more plushies. Oh my god! Yes. So <laughs> so we have two walk-in closets. I don't think either one is as big as yours, but uh, my closet is pristine and organized. Mm. I keep my uh, my chess books in there. Nice. A little chess library. And I've actually designed it so that I can actually go in there and like just I have some pillows like Nintendo pillows on the floor. Yeah. And I can just go in there if I wanted to and close the door and have my own little small private See? space. It's nice. Um, I always wanted to put like a little video game in there, but there's too many of them. My yeah. wife's closet is packed to the rafters. With like, shit, right? It, it is stuff all over the place. I can't vacuum in there. It is, so it's, it's probably the same thing. It's just overloaded with. And she puts like, not just like, oh, she has clothes or whatever, but like, I'm talking storage. She's got stuff in there that like does not belong in, in a, a closet. closet. It belongs in a basement. I was, yeah, I mean, I, I hear you. I, have, I think she has her wedding dress hanging up. I'm like, what do you like? Yeah, I mean, I got my belt hooks hanging on the wall, nice and neat with the belts hanging at my hat. Hats hanging up. Yeah, I, I'm. A, I hear you. Uh, <laughs> oh. So, John, you had um, your bid swap meet. This is this used to be like a monthly it, thing, or was this a quarterly ooh. thing? How often did well, you guys do this? It goes back like six, seven years now. We've been doing these things. Um, mm-hmm. I started organizing them here in Denver, and like I said, our first ones had like four people, and now they are massive events. We don't do. It's, it's not like a convention or anything like that. It is a very informal, hey, we're all getting together in this one place, bringing stuff, 
buy sell trade that's like sort a of flea stuff. market that's what i think of it as it, it really is and and we call them swap meets um it it has gotten incredibly huge and I don't organize them anymore. I passed off the administrator job to uh, a, a three-headed monster of uh, three people. But, um, oh, man. like So I can just go, and I don't have to think about it. But we did it now in the same location we did it six months ago. So we had our last one in August, you know, because distancing and masks and all that. Mm-hmm. So we did it in a, in a public park, and we did it in the same place this time. And, man, oh, my God. So, I got there like a half hour early because I had nothing else to do. I was all alone and I was like, I'm just going to go early. It was I took 44 pictures of people's tables wow. a half hour before the event was officially started. 44 tables set up. So, oh, my God. So, so many people were there. Had, like early local stuff. businesses going now, like local like retro stores and probably or we have done it. Yeah, we originally we started doing part. We did parks. Then we started going into shops. So, yeah, we would go to a gaming shop and and do it in there. But this past year, we've avoided that. We had a huge – our largest one was at a, a one-up arcade um, here in Denver in January. And then, obviously um, – and it actually was the same day Kobe Bryant died because it actually – the news was yeah. breaking while we were there. I'll always remember that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we haven't done one like that since. We've done the one in the park in August and then the one in the park – this month so we've only had two in the last year but anyway um it was just crazy and um in the old days old john was like retro collecting i'd buy nes games super Mm -hmm. nintendo like stuff like that uh nowadays i look for game boy carts because i enjoy collecting game boy Mm -hmm. um the games are cheaper um and i have that cool little i think i showed you the the game boy that has the light up screen yeah yeah yep so I can play games on it, and it's just a lot easier. I can see. Hmm. Um, and then, of course, Switch stuff. And then sometimes I'll see some like miscellaneous stuff that I just have to have or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so today, yeah, I came away with uh, three games today. I got um, A Hat in Time, which yep. I heard some good things about. Yeah, it yeah, was, I know that It was one. new, so it was sealed. Um, I got Vampire, which, which is a um, – this is a game I would normally never even think about. But it was made by Don't Nod, which is the the company that made Life is Strange. And so, of course, I'm like now turned on oh, to we go. their library. So I was like, oh, OK, boy. so I bought Vampire. I don't even know if it's a game I like, but I just had to have it. Um, yeah. And then I bought um, I bought one other game. I bought a, a, a what was the other game I got? I can't remember. You bought the Snatch, uh, Snatch Attack, whatever the hell it's oh, called. Oh, Snack World. Yeah, I got Snack, Snack World. World. Yeah, that, that, that always looked intrigued to me. Yeah, I never really wanted to get that in the store or anything, but I don't know. It was just somebody was selling it used, and I got that. I got um, I got a Gran Turismo 5 Prologue on PS3. I got a bunch of Game Boy carts. I got Mario Tennis mm. for Game Boy Color. You might like that. Um, so, yeah. And then, of course, I got the pins from yes. good old pal Kevin. Kevin, uh, one of my favorite listener. Right? Um, he had... So he had both pin sets, and I am actively trying to get the second pin set. Um, that's a story for a little later. Wait, so did he have more than one set, or he just not no. wanted it? No, yeah, I mean, I I don't know, but he had he had each of the two pin sets, and I traded him a red uh, dock, uh, the the Mario the Mario edition dock. But now you can never sell that console. 
Uh, no, remember I had bought two copies of it. So, <laughs> <That's true. laughs> so the second one I split up. I sold the Switch and Joy-Cons on eBay, and now I'm selling off the parts. But well, I traded the dock that. for the Mario pins, and they are glorious. I didn't think I was going to spend that money on eBay, but I think when it comes to just trading something, it's different. Um, makes it easier. So I think it was a good deal for both of us. I yeah, that's a good. I think that's a fair, equally valued trade, especially if it's something you can't get anymore. And the dock, you can't really get. Just you can't just go buy it really either. Exactly. You you're not going to buy the whole thing. And yeah, the pins you could probably sell for more on eBay. But, uh, you know, they're not worth, you know, 80, 90, whatever it is. It's so spontaneous. So. You're you're there. You have it. No yeah. money exchange. Kevin and oh. I have done trades in the past. So uh, he's, a, he's a good he's a good trade partner. Oh. Um, so, yeah, both happy. And then I'm still working on getting that second pin set now. I'm trying to get that for real. I didn't want to, like, buy the second pin set off him. So, but, yeah, Did I was you, just uh, buying any plushies. I, I saw a couple. Usually there's a ton of plushies. I saw I sent pictures of a couple mm. to you, a Mario and a Yoshi. I think there was probably more. Um, I was really trying to keep an eye on my table. Um, I was very distracted because we're so socially distanced. Yeah. You're so far away from your table. And I kept looking back to see if anybody was over there. Oh, um, so you had a table of selling items. Oh, yeah, I was selling. I had a, a big bin of things I was Sell selling. a lot? Um, I sold a good deal. I was trying to sell my Vita and my Vita library together as one, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't get any bites on that. And I sold my Uncharted game from the Vita. Um, I sold a few. I have a bunch of like older games that have been in my bin forever. I just can't get rid of them. Um, and then I sold um, yeah, a couple Genesis games, stuff like that. Nice. So I get the normal thing where people try to do a package deal. Um, I was selling Radiant Historia for 3DS. It was sealed and it was like a big box. I was selling mm-hmm. it for 60. It was something I bought in, I think, Best Buy for like 40 some many years ago, but I'm never going to play it. So I brought it and somebody was asking if I could like knock down the price of 60. And I was like, eh, because it wasn't a game I was desperate to sell. Yeah. And he picks up some game from my bin. I can't remember what it, it was a Metal Gear game that I had for like $2 on sale. Yeah. And I literally, I would have given it to this guy for free. And he goes, how about this one and the Radiant Historia for 60? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, so I did pretty well. Nice. Um, but we, we had, it's amazing to see this group grow and grow and grow every time. That's so, we, had somebody, that's so cool. we had somebody who made cookies and was selling cookies. Like, that's where we are now. People are baking goods this is just going to turn into like the 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 downtown denver flea market with with a video game specialty but yeah you're gonna have the guys bring in their antiques and they're gonna be bringing in their (laughs) hot wheel traps and like yeah there was hot wheels there was hot wheels today yeah I, i will say it's way better than a flea market because there is a ton of gaming stuff for sale but Everybody kind of knows what they have too. You don't. You're not going to get like some ridiculous garage sale deal or flea market deal. That's, so it's that's kind true. of a give and take. But if you want to trade, which was the original purpose of it, if you want to trade, it's great because you're going to find somebody who has something they don't want, and you're going to have something, and and you're going to have a good trade. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun to see it all evolve. Um, and we're gonna do. The guy who's running the group is looking at probably doing like a more serious convention type thing. So. That's really interesting to see where that goes. That is cool. Yeah. Very it might cool. be big. Big, big, big. Uh, How about you? I heard uh, you were doing 
a cleanse. You told me about this last oh, week, boy. right before Why? we recorded. And in fact, I wanted to make sure we recorded before you started your cleanse because I figured like you'd be like cranky drew um you know why 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 did you have to bring it up why did you bring it up because i'm fascinated to know let's just say uh the cleanse did not go as planned for neither myself nor my wife um so yeah we bought it was i think uh, we the name of the brand was raw generation and um you you we bought these juices so you get we each got 18 juices it's a three-day cleanse. You drink six juices a day. No food. You don't eat any food. Uh, you have water in these juices. Mm-hmm. And um, so here's what happened. So it. <laughs> let me just start. So Tuesday. Tuesday was the first day I woke up. Now, I'm a guy that has like four cups of coffee a day, so I couldn't even have coffee. So I knew it was going to be cranky Drew. Um, <laughs> I woke up. I breakfast, 6.30 a.m. I, I grabbed my first juice, drink the whole thing. Bam. No problem. It was okay. It wasn't great tasting but it wasn't like unbearable it was fine um i you know two hours or later grabbed my nets juice bam drank it that one wasn't so good tasted like a blended salad um so vegetable-y yeah like, it was like celery and cucumber and it was this law but i okay. did i just like i kind of like sh- took shots of it i was fine then all of a sudden at like 11 o'clock i started feeling like shit like very nauseous very lightheaded um so I was in a meeting. I finished up my meeting. I went back to my office. I'm like, I just don't feel good. Um, and I, I went home. I was like, I do not feel good. I pulled over on the way home and I threw up. And oh, I was like, yeah. So then I'm, I'm going home and I'm just like, and I went home and I took a two hour nap and I don't ever take naps. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm talking to Amy. I'm just like, there's no way this all natural juice would make me feel like nauseous. Um, so then I started thinking about like, did I eat something bad? And uh, the night before, all the snow finally melted, so I was grilling. And what happened was, of course, halfway through grilling some burgers, run out of propane. So then I had to get a new propane oh, tank. That. It's the worst. So I, I think like the the burgers never really cooked properly, and I think I ate like a raw burger. Oh. And I think it hit me like twelve hours later the next mm-hmm. day, and I think it was just mm-hmm. bad timing with this cleanse. Um. So needless to say, like my stomach for I didn't eat all day Tuesday because I was sick. But then like Wednesday morning, I was like, I got to eat like a piece of toast or something. I just don't feel well. My stomach doesn't. So I had to like stop the cleanse because I was like bad time. And and then Amy was like, well, F that. I'm not doing it if you're not doing it. Um, (laughs) How how is she doing it? How is she doing like that? that Tuesday? she, She struggled with the juices like she couldn't drink that. Like she's just. That's not for her. Like she thought they were disgusting. Oh. Um, so needless to say, we did not do the cleanse, but I still have all the juices frozen and I do plan on still doing it. Yeah. So you can see. it's funny because, um, I, you know, talking about kicking your dog when you're down where it's like Wednesday morning or Wednesday after work. And my, my daughter's like, Oh, why are you eating daddy? I thought you were doing your cleanse. You know, this is my oh. six year old daughter. But, well, you know, Zoe, you know, I didn't, I got sick. I didn't feel good. She goes, weren't those things like a hundred dollars each? I was like, yeah. She goes, what a waste of money. <laughs> <laughs> Six year old yelling at me. Um, yeah, it was like, it was $90 per, per person to do these things. They're not wow. cheap. So for I, a, you bet, wait now for a three day cleanse. Yeah. But you get 18 like 
16-ounce bottle. So if they did about right. it's like five or six bucks for like an all-natural juice per bottle. Yeah, That's yeah, really yeah. Like, how much is like a energy Juices drink? Juices are nowadays. pricey. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it, it, it sounds like a lot, but it's really not for 18 bottles. Um, yeah, so it didn't go as planned, John. But uh, I do plan on trying it again someday. <laughs> ah, well... That was uh, before we move on to what you've been playing, folks. I just want to remind everybody: monthly mayhem. <laughs> that was the winner of last week's Betwits Awards, by the a way. A tie, a tie. But, well, but you know, yeah. you know. Uh, monthly mayhem finishes next week. Remember, guys, you are playing Mario 3D World and uh, Bowser's Fury, uh, which I have both completed. One hundred percent of Bowser's Fury. Now, remember. Bowser's Fury grew on me. It made me want to go back and collect all the shines. You were right, John. Mm-hmm. It is fantastic. Told you. Really quick question on Bowser's Fury. Did you have to keep killing Bowser? Yeah, I never quite figured that out. Like, if you get a shine, a lot of times he goes away, but then later in the game, it doesn't make him go away. So I, yeah. I fought him a few times where I was like, I'm not sure if I should be fighting him. And like rolled um, credits a few times. Yeah, it wasn't very clear all the time, but yeah, uh, yeah, it, it got a little like right right before you get to the fifty, he doesn't go away. Yeah, I know that for sure. That and that's fine. Yeah, but then like the, the seventy, he went away. He didn't go away, and like the eighty, he didn't go away. Like yeah. what? Yeah. Uh, I will say really quick. I hope you guys utilized the amiibo support. Did you? I I did not. I didn't even know. Oh, um, so. So how did you get all of the Bowser Fury blots? How did you destroy those? You had to wait till he came. Oh yeah, I, oh yeah, oh you can you use if an you amiibo and add any Bowser amiibo, it instantly calls him. Oh, interesting. I wish I knew that. Oh, I used no. it every time I saw one. I just got my, I had it right next to me, put it on there. Bam! I got the shine in two seconds. Yeah, I what I would do is I would remember where it was, and then I would warp there. Like when he showed up, yeah, yeah, I yeah. would immediately warp there. But yeah, it probably took me a lot longer to kind of get through that than whatever. Yeah. I, by the end, I was like waiting around. But yeah, well, okay. that's a little tip for all you out okay. there that's still trying 100 percent Bowser's Fury. Anyways, John, let's move on to what have you been playing? All right, Drew, what have you been playing? I will kick us off. Uh, I played a handful of games uh, this week. Yeah, this is one of the first times you've actually played more than me, so I'm looking forward to this. It's unbelievable. I played between now and, the, and two weeks ago, John, eight different games. And I don't just mean like <laughs> pop them in. Like I played a lot of it. You did. I was Crazy. proud of you. Yeah. Um, I uh, kicked off uh, these last couple weeks playing. I've been waiting to start this. Life is Strange 2. Um, since I've become obsessed with life is strange and everything about my life is life is strange. Um, I do follow a lot of life is strange accounts and, um, I've been really, really scared of spoilers. So I've, I kind of got to this a little bit sooner, but the nice thing about the life is strange series is you can play the first episode of a game for free. You get that for free and then you only have to pay for the the later cause they know they're going to hook you. Um, so I decided to just play episode one because I wasn't so sure about the game. It's not a continuation of the story of uh, Max and Chloe from the first one. Okay. Um, but overall, I will say I'm not going to talk about this much, but um, it is it is heavy. It is really heavy and it really dabbles with um, you. You kind of control these two brothers and um, it really dabbles 
with stuff like there's parts of the game where you have to beg for money. Um, there's parts of the game where you have to take care of your brother that you become this like, um, you know, the older brother has to keep an eye on the younger brother. Um, there are some really heavy topics that go on here. And when you're sitting in a store and you have very limited money and you have to decide what you're going to buy. Your younger brother is asking for a candy bar. Do you want to buy a loaf of bread or do you want to steal the loaf of bread? It is heavy. I was not ready for it. So um, really interesting. Um, it didn't hook me like the first game, but I'm going to I'm going to get to it and start finishing these up. I was kind of hoping for a sale, but I think I need to buy this now before any big spoiler. So Life is Strange 2. Um, then I also played through Inside. Which is trading. I was I'm watching the video of it right now because I wasn't sure what it was, but of of inside. Yeah. Yeah. So limbo limbo and inside are both made by Play Dead. Mm-hmm. And they're just these left to right scroller adventure games. They're very two they're not the games aren't two dimensional, but you run sort of in two dimensions. Mm-hmm. And you gotta you just gotta, you know, like I said, get from left to right. You have to find your way past obstacles. Um, they're very fun and they're very short. They're a couple hours, really. Um, I think Inside was a little bit longer than Limbo. Um, very good. Um, I've heard people say Inside is better than Limbo, and most it, it generally is. Um, there's colorful graphics. There's it's just more technologically, you know, evolved. I, I love from the, the first art one. style with yeah. like the combination of like the cars and the headlights kind of driving yes. at like a 30 degree angle at it's that very yes. cool. It's very cool. And the first game was fun, but you were kind of like, what am I doing? Like, what is this? You're kind of this boy and you don't know what you're doing or where you are. Inside was very early on. You can see these trucks and cars looking, trying to get you. So you kind of understood I'm running away from, from something. something. Um, so it actually gave it a lot more context and it made it more enjoyable. But in the end, I thought both games were equally good for their own reasons. Uh, Limbo had a lot of mood and scariness to it that inside didn't have. But, um, yeah, I enjoyed both. That's the one with the the giant spider and stuff, right? Yeah, the giant spider. Exactly. Yeah. So I thought they're both very good. I got them for a really good sale. So that's why I ended up going through both. I've years I've been wanting to play. So, yeah, I just looked. I think inside is $20 right now. Yeah, I mean, and definitely wait. I mean, I I think yeah. I got it for like three or four dollars. So. Oh wow! Um, and then I also play. I'm still playing Bravely Default Two. Um, I am loving it. Um, I did a first look and an unboxing for the Nintendo Dads, and um, yeah, I'll be doing a review down the road, maybe another couple weeks or so. It's it's one of those games where you ask people who play this, they will grind a lot because there's a job system and you can grind the jobs on various characters and then change jobs and grind some more. It's just a relaxing game. It's hard to describe why the Bradley default series is so good, but it's, it's a very relaxing to play. I like to just sit there and grind. Um, so, uh, I've been a little distracted on it, but I'm, I'm getting back to it today. So, um, I'm really enjoying that one. But the one that I did want to talk about is I finally got to play a Jedi fallen order. This is an EA game from late 2019. I was actually surprised it was from 2019. It feels yeah, newer. That's what I, th- I felt, thought it felt newer, too. I, a couple of the Nintendo dads, uh, Marty and Tim, were both really into it. And I think that was more recent. So I, I think that's why the game felt newer. Um, so I decided to play this one because 
um, when the medium came out on Xbox, it was available on Game Pass Ultimate a little bit earlier. And I really wanted to play it right away. And so I subscribed to Game Pass Ultimate, which, if you don't know, is just the difference between Game Pass, which is 10 bucks a month and Game Pass Ultimate, which is 15 a month, is that you can play online with Game Pass Ultimate. And now you get EA Play, which is basically Uh Electronic Arts selection of games. Um, okay. and so Jedi Fallen Order was one of them and I was like, I'm all, I'm in, I want to, I want to try That's, out Jedi yeah. Fallen Order. It's a deal. So, yeah, so I was able to play this game for free. Um, I'm probably not going to re-up my subscription, um, because I don't play games online and literally there are no other EA games I'm interested in. <laughs> not one. And when you go through your game pass list, it is just cluttered. There's no way to get rid of them. It's cluttered with NHL 2018, NHL 2019, NHL uh, 2020. Yeah. So, um, but I paid a dollar for three months. Anywho. Is this um, first person or third person? It is a third person. Ooh, that makes it um, 10 times better. Yeah, I can't play first person. So this game is very similar to the Uncharted series, very similar to Tomb Raider series, the newer one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, and I love those games, especially Tomb Raider. I love the Tomb Raider series. So I, I wanted to try it. I am not a big, you know, before we start, I am not a big Star Wars fan. I've watched a lot of the movies. You don't I, hate it, but you're not. I enjoy. With yeah, it. I enjoy yeah. some of the movies. I'm not like a Star Wars guy. I really don't care. I think it's overdone lately, but that's a different mm-hmm. that's a different thing. So. Um, so in Jedi Fallen Order, you play the role of this guy named Cal. I can't remember his last name. But anyways, this takes place after Revenge of the Sith. So it's the the end of the third movie. In the prequels, when Vader become when Anakin becomes Vader, spoiler, uh, and I think I think it takes place uh, a few years after the movie, and apparently from the timeline, it takes place uh, at the same time as the Solo movie, mm-hmm. um, but the Solo movie has a time a time leap, but the beginning of the Solo movie is kind of when Jedi Fallen Order takes place. Okay, and um, yeah, you play this guy, and like the the Jedi, it's a Fallen Order. And the Jedi have have gone away. And now this guy is a Jedi and the game starts off. It's very interesting. Um, you just maybe like tiny spoiler here, but it's just right in the beginning of the game. Um, you are working for the Empire and um, Empire, right? The bad guys. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So you're working for the Empire. And um, I wasn't like totally invested early on, but I thought it was cool that I was like, wow, I'm working for the bad guys here. And he keeps having these like weird Jedi dreams and then they're on a train and he's got this friend with him and, uh, I won't get into it, but the friend knows that he has some Jedi powers and they're looking for a traitor. They stop the train and some stormtroopers come on. They're looking for a a traitor or whatever. And you're just thinking this is just going to be some big long story or whatever, but no, you know, he's, you know, he's a Jedi and then you just sort of start on the adventure. So it actually, it actually, starts up pretty quickly. Um, so I was kind of a, a big fan of that. And yeah, there is, it ties into some of the other stories. There is a, uh, one of the main characters, the second sister, um, who turns out to be this girl Jedi whom I'd never heard of, but apparently exists in the star Wars universe. So, um, I will say as I was going through this game, I didn't feel like it had a soul the way Tomb Raider does. Uh, it didn't connect with me, but as the game went on, I just was obsessively playing it until I finished it. And there's lots of like Jedi power ups that you get along the way. 
and it really makes your navigation feel powerful. Like early on, you are just fighting with a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And then later on, you'll get the double like Darth Maul lightsaber, you know, and then you'll start getting the Jedi powers. And okay. by the end of it, you're just running around, running all over walls. Uh, you know, here's an enemy. Let me just shove him into the <laughs> down the canyon. <laughs> yeah. um, it really does a good job. But I will say the battle system, the the fighting with the lightsaber never feels perfect. Like I never got into a fight where I felt bam, 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 like pinpoint accuracy. Um, a lot of the enemies fight very quickly mm-hmm. and you just sort of spam your block button or you spam your attack button. And then if you die, you just go back to the last save point and you do it again. Um, so I didn't feel like the the battle like when I play Tomb Raider and you start getting different weapons you start running through areas and you're just like archery, wham, 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 you know, and then you pull out your mm-hmm. shotgun and you're shooting some people and you really feel that this one. I didn't really like the battle and that went through the end of the game. I mean, I just I didn't love the battle. If I got into a battle, sometimes I would do well. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I can kill a guy in a couple shots and then other times I could fight them for a minute and not do anything. It was just kind of scammy. Yeah. Uh, huh. um, but overall, I really liked it and I don't know if I'm done with it. I, I might go in and play a little bit more. I Did don't you know beat if, it though. I did roll credits on it. Okay. Um, and I tried to find all the little items along the way. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a game that's going to reward finding all the items, so I probably won't do that. But I still might jump into it from time to time. Um, I really did like it. And, um, yeah, I mean, I got to play it for free. And, uh, you know, it's cool. It's definitely it's definitely worth it. And if you like Star Wars, like the whole time I was playing it, Drew, I'm thinking, like, Drew would like this. Yeah. You know? He would like he would like this. And I think if you're into the Star Wars universe, you've probably already played it. Um, but if you haven't, um, it's done really well. Uh, it's yeah. not on the order of Tomb Raider. It's probably not on the order of the later Uncharted games, um, but they do a good job. So uh, I would probably give it a go if it ever came yeah. to the switch. Yeah, I, mean, I think not, there's I'm a lot not of people. Star Wars nerd either. I mean, I'm a Star Wars fan. Don't get me wrong. I love Star Wars, but I'm yes. definitely not a nerd. Right. Um, you might know some of the story. You might not. Yeah. Um, it kind of reminds me of uh, what was that animated series that really ties into Mandalorian? Uh, the Clone War, the Clone Wars. Is that the uh, well, I don't really know if it really tie in directly, but it, there's some characters. Yeah, right. But the Rosario Dawson character kind of comes yeah. right out of that. So, Correct. yeah, I really did like the characters in the game. Um, there's a couple of like these sister Jedi um, and they were all very cool, very unique um, I really did like them. There's a you have a little robot character that hangs out with you the whole game, and he's really is. adorable. Always a What's droid that? somewhere. There's always a droid. There's, there's, a, there's a droid. Um, yeah, it it does have a really good story. It, it ends well. It has a really great ending. I'm so glad it wasn't spoiled for me. Um, so yeah, I had a good time with it. How about you, Drew? Yeah, I've been busy. I'm not gonna talk about all of them because some of them we'll talk about later on, and some of them I just uh, I I don't want it. But I am, and I do want to talk about moving out because guys this is one of my favorite co-op games um ever Mm. um i absolutely love playing this game with my wife it's an absolute blast and uh recently there was some dlc i forget what the cost was it wasn't that much it was a couple bucks maybe six dollars it might have been less i don't remember they doing a season pass or did you buy just this dlc it was just this uh, they do have an older one that's like two bucks, but I think it just gives you some costumes and anything. Uh, but Movers in Paradise. Uh, yeah, you get a bunch of new costumes as well as its islandish themed as, as it sounds. A lot of beach themes and it introduces a lot of new mechanics into the game. 
uh, with with water. And well, let me rewind. If you have not heard about this game before, and I talked about it a lot, um, if you're familiar with Overcooked or anything like those types of games, it's similar. Uh, your goal is your moving company, and your goal is to move stuff out of people's houses or places into, and you have to load them into the truck. Um, and there's a lot of furniture or items that require two people to pick up, uh, which makes it that much more fun. Uh, but yeah, this there was this one mechanic, John, in this in this version where um, there's crabs and they're running around the beach and stuff, and they will go into your truck and take stuff out that you already put in. Oh no way! <laughs> it was brutal. It was brutal. Uh, but it's um, it's just so fun. It, it, it's so you, you're yelling at, you know, me and the wife, but in like in a fun way, you know, you're not getting mm-hmm. angry, uh, but it's just it's it was so much laughter, you know, those deep down belly laughs. Uh, so <laughs> moving out movers in paradise, highly recommend this. This is a great game. I wish we could play together, but it do, it doesn't go online. No, it does not. That, but that uh, if if Overcooked is any indicator, Overcooked Two went online, so maybe when no. Moving Out Two comes out, we'll be able. Yeah, to play. that that would be that would be very fair to say. Um, other thing I want to talk about is Torchlight Three. Uh, so Torchlight Two, Torchlight One. I don't know what <laughs> that was even on. Torchlight One is uh, I don't know. Anyways, Torchlight Two was on the Switch. <laughs> and I did play that, and I beat the game to completion. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Torchlight 3 now uh, just came out a while ago, kind of, right, John? I don't remember the date, but it's been out for a little bit. Yeah. Now, this is a, a dungeon crawler at its finest. This is Minecraft Dungeons. This is Diablo. This this is it's all of those things. It's, it's exactly what those are. Um, this one is unique. They tried to be different right from the get-go and introduce, like, three there's four different character classes you can choose from and they're all kind of different which is good in a way right you don't have the standard you know archer or mage they tried to change it up um i went with this guy i I guess they would call him like a railroad worker guy i don't know he he has like a hammer but he also builds like almost like kind of like a pet that follows you but it's like Mm -hmm. a little train that can follow you around and it builds traps and and a train yeah, John, I don't know. It was just kind of weird. Uh, the game is just, uh, I don't know. It's okay. I played it for a couple hours, and I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I'll go back. I just feel like it's clunky at times. The controls aren't as fluid and smooth as I'd want them to be. Mm. Uh, there, there there was a lot going on. And th- these types of games, you do need to invest a lot of time because there is so much going on with the customization and the menus and things like that. And whatever reason it just it couldn't grab me um so i don't know i i remember two being a lot more fun and this one was just more i don't know clunky is it a case of like overkill like maybe just by the third time you're kind of like getting bored of it or maybe it's just not polished like the first couple i think it's polished i think i think that's a good word to use and you know especially when you play a game like diablo 3 or Mm -hmm. even minecraft dungeons you played that john minecraft dungeon was just so simple and polished in a weird way yeah you know what i mean easy to play and easy to get right into this torchlight 3 was like almost felt you know, like if you ever play like an MMO when you start, you're overwhelmed because there's like a thousand different things to do. You go to like the menu, skill trees and stuff. It's like, oh, my God, like, where do I even begin? And that's kind of how I felt with Torchlight 3. It was just too much going on. And they didn't do a good job of slowly introducing you to it. I see. Um, yeah. 
Well, Torchlight 3, and it's not cheap game. I think it's like 40 bucks. Um, and then Plus I have you got to save yourself for Diablo 2. That's kind of what I was thinking there, which yeah. we don't have a date on, right? No date on that? No, but I, I, say summer? I feel like it's this year. Yeah, it's this year, right? I think so. Uh, I mean, year. if you think about it, it's, it's going to be the same engine as Diablo 3. Probably, but so, it, I don't know I'm, how they're I'm looking forward to this. it. Same. Um, and then I went back to my comfort food, John. I played a lot of Paladins this weekend just because. Uh, so weird. It's weird because I'm not one to play like these battle passes and focus on completing the battle pass or doing the battle pass quest. I literally mm. just jump on because it's comfort food. I, I go. I have like these two characters I'll play. That's it. And I just play. I just enjoy playing, you know, a five-on-five deathmatch style or capture the flag. And that's it. I just play it, and I have fun, and I'm done. And you just care. play with randos, right? Just randos. Yep, it's 5v5, and there's, there's, you know, there's a few different options you can play, and that's it. So it's nice to just jump in and jump out. You should see if you can you can drag Chris HL94. He's been doing these Let's Plays every couple weeks. Yeah. If you can get him to uh, do some Paladins. Oh, that'd be fun. And you can just rake yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's it. Uh, some of the other stuff I'll talk about later on. But it's oh, been, we're talking uh, about it. Yeah. I played a lot of smaller games. I think I'm ready to 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 dial down into like a nice RPG ish some type or something. I don't know. Okay. Hmm. I wonder what it could be. I don't know. Let's jump into the top ten. Number ten. Yes. So this past week, um. Pyra and Mithra, John, the two sets, some of the sexiest characters on the Nintendo console or Nintendo franchise or whatever you want to look at it, uh, have come to Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, there was the presentation we saw last week, and these characters went live. When did they actually go live? Uh, it was just like a few days ago. A few days ago, part yeah. of the uh, Player Path 2, whatever the hell they call it. I don't know. You know better than I do. Fighter Pass 2. Fighter Pass. Um now, you got the, the opportunity to play with these characters yes. quite a bit, right? Oh, yes. This is, I'm not a big Smash Brothers player. I tend to, you know, new characters come out, I'll play it for a little bit. Um, I love Pyra and Mithra. This has brought me back into Smash Brothers. I'm, I'm not going to be playing this game for 10 hours a day, but this has brought me back in. Wow. Um, I played, uh, we, we, we kicked them off. I played with my, my sons. And man, I was throttling them with Pirate Mithra, and I didn't even know how to use them. You know, I like to—I'm one of those people who likes to sit down and just press all the buttons and see what they do. I really didn't know how to use them, and I was trying to figure it out as I went. But man, so you—so with Pirate Mithra, they're they're one character, but you can switch between them during the match, okay. and you can actually dictate how you start. Um, so I like to start with Mithra. Mithra is a faster, weaker character. Pyra is a slower, stronger character. And that's why I love them so much, because sometimes you you use a character you really like and then people start getting faster on you. So you mm-hmm. can switch between the two, depending on what strategy you want. Or who you're going against. Or I like that. That's exactly. Cool. So my strategy with Pyra and Mithra so far, and like I said, it's early or whatever, but I rolled this out against uh, the Discordians. We played Smash yeah. the other night <laughs> and I did. sweat which is something because I am not good at Smash. Well, um, um, I can say I'm definitely worse than you. You were rusty. <laughs> I didn't even know how to punch. <laughs> <laughs> how do I punch? <laughs> um, but yeah, like, so my strategy really is I start off with Mithra. She has such a crazy side B. Um, she just goes 
off on you with a sword and it, it drove my sons nuts. And so what I'll do is I'll use Mithra to kind of like weaken some people. But Pyra is my preferred character. So Pyra has um, the me fighter with the sword. Uh, one of my favorite moves, the up B, where they'll go flying in the air, like they'll hit you up on the way air and then they'll hit you on the way down. And I, I use the me fighter for that reason. Pyra has that and I love it. And then her side smash is long and powerful. So the idea is you you butter some people up, you weaken them, and then you bring in Pyra for the big smashes. Um, and you just go back and forth between them. I absolutely love them. Um, just had a great time with them. They have really cool alternate colors, too. Um, you can actually do an alternate color where Mithra has Pyra colors and Pyra has Mithra colors. And I think uh, Sakurai mentioned one of the ideas there is to confuse your opponents because they just kind of see your color. Ah. And you could be Pyra, but you could be wearing like green and white. And then all of a sudden you're doing the big powerful moves. I mean, the simple answer if you want to confuse your opponent there, John, is to show a little cleavage. <laughs> Not allowed. <laughs> you can't in this game. Mm. Um, but they are definitely my new main. Um, absolutely love them. Ever since they nerfed uh, Bayonetta. Um, I've kind of gone between Ganondorf and, you know, just different guys. I like more powerful characters. I'm one of those people like in a fight. I just do big smashes at people and hope I hit somebody. That's fair. Um, but I really love these characters and, um, I'll be playing more smash. Uh, you know, wow. I'm really, I'm going to try to go online and see how we do against some random people. I, I'm not playing against experts. I know that. Um, yep. but I had a lot of fun. So, um, I will not be playing any more Smash. I already took the tart out, put it back in the case, and put the case back on my shelf. <laughs> Drew, so bad. There was one point in our fight, I had the final Smash, and I was near somebody, and I was like, where's Drew? I wanted to get you so bad, and I got right up to you. Perfect. Hit B, but lag prevented it from happening. Sure, lag. And then I missed. Uh, I mean... I was legit jumping off my own. There was, at the end, when it had, like, falls... I had five falls, and I'm going to say four of them were just because I just jumped off the the, the edge. Nobody. Little Mac does up. that though. That oh, that's, that's that's Little Mac's biggest problem. Well, I struggled. Did you see? You didn't see the Sakurai presentation. It was so funny. I mean, he was at home. Okay. Uh, kind of showing, but there was like a moment where he's like, you know, between the two, I really like Pyra the most, and he's like you know, as a fighter, you know, and he's looking at the camera and it's like, you know what he's saying, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I liked it. Uh, um, so good. But yeah, a great time. I'm back in Smash. Who wants to fight me? Number nine. I failed my family this week. <laughs> I'm a terrible husband. I'm a terrible father. Um, I'm a failure as a human being this week. So it all started uh, midweek. Uh, my daughter has had this loose tooth uh, for God. You know how kids have, it feels like they have it forever. And, it's like, and they wiggle oh, it. Oh. Yeah, wiggle it. Uh, poor kid. She had to go to the dentist. Uh, she had um, a cavity. She had to get filled. Oh. And they put the laughing gas on her. My wife sent me videos of this poor girl, like, <laughs> out of it. And I feel bad. And then her tooth fell out there, to, to be all, of all things. So. Yeah, sometimes the dentist has to help out with that stuff. Yeah, so um, whatever. She was all excited. Her tooth fairy's name is Emma. She's super pumped. She comes home. She wrote this like page long note to the tooth fairy because it's been a, it's been like a couple months since her last tooth fell out, which is weird. Um, drew her like a picture of the tooth fairy with all her teeth. Oh my god! 
leaves it by her nightstand, puts the tooth under her pillow in her little pillowcase, pumped. John, what do me and my wife forget to do? We forget to have the tooth fairy come. <laughs> so what happens? My poor daughter wakes up, sees oh, no. the note next to her bed, is like, huh. Looks under the pillow. The tooth is still there. Oh, she no. starts crying. <gasps> like breaking down with tears. I just don't understand. Why why wouldn't she come? She always comes. Like, why didn't she come? Where's Emma? Where's Emma? <laughs> so my wife was like had i wasn't i was at work my wife had to make you know made something up and a lot of tooth last night so uh my wife saved the day when she wrote a long note explaining everything oh no actually so this was in the morning then my daughter had to write an additional note asking where was she why didn't she come all these other questions and then leave it for uh, i think my wife magically called the tooth fairy and said um did you come today while she's at school and she came while i was at school so I failed my daughter. Now I failed my wife because we did our our you know every once in a while target run Saturday yesterday afternoon, and um, my wife wanted to buy you know like those little mini Gatorades comes in like I don't even know like a twelve pack or eighteen yeah. pack. So she wanted those. She bought those. My my daughter. We let my daughter my my son pick out like you know like the bags of snacks that you can put in for school. Or like the big boxes, like they come in like you know the little bags of cookies, the little bags of chips, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. So she picked out like a box that had like all little bags of goldfish in them. Mm. So I like goldfish. Yeah, me too. So the 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 carriage was full. It was a busy shopping day. So I put those things after we paid for them underneath the carriage because they took up a lot of room and they didn't need to be in bags. So what happened? I left them under the carriage when I was loading <gasps> the car. Oh, it's the worst because you paid the, for it. The oh. worst part is I paid for it. It's not like I, I I stole them by accident and I didn't pay for them. Yeah, no, it was like yeah. the opposite. Right. I mean, we've all done that by accident. We left the soda or something underneath. I, 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 just, I haven't done that, but okay. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> Anyways, I um yeah. And of course, like the the theater rates were probably like seven bots, and like the huge bots of goldfish were like twelve dollars. It was like thirty pats of goldfish. It was oh. a big bots. So like twenty dollars. She's like call and tell them you're coming back. And I'm like I'm not calling Target yeah. and telling them I left the stuff. So yeah, yeah. I mean you go you go and look and see if you can find it. It's probably not there anymore, but. You, it's like admitting that you're an idiot and like nobody wants to do that. I'll just buy it again. <laughs> what exactly? One time I was uh. I went to the market and they have uh, like they have really good homemade pizzas there that we usually get. And I did the same thing and put it under the carriage. So then we, uh, it was like lunch. So I'm driving home on the highway and I'm like, oh my god, I left the pizza. <laughs> so I drove back and it was in the carriage return. Nice. <laughs> oh, Somebody, and you, but you have to like if you go grab it, you have to make sure if anybody sees you that. You have to be like, oh, I'm reassured. This is mine. This is totally yeah. mine. I'm not. This is not at all weird. And... Yeah, piece of pizza is missing. Number eight. Drew, I lost my Animal Crossing island what a couple weeks ago. Lost it. I was so good. I um, I lost it. I forgot to I. I, I got my new switch. I got my red switch, but I have not been playing Animal Crossing. And I had gotten my new switch and I forgot to transfer it over. 
Um, I had used the transfer tool before when I when I transferred my island from my Switch Lite because it was my second island. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it just became my main island, my little Halloween Christmas island, you know. Um, so I deleted my first island and then transferred uh, my, my second island over. But when I got my new Switch, I wasn't actively playing Animal Crossing and I totally forgot to transfer and you my sold island your other one. Yeah. So that was sold and gone. Um, and so I realized it. And you want to know how I realized it, Drew? You know those Mario missions to get yes. Mario pins? Um, I took a look at them and I was like, ooh, I'm going to um, do some of these missions. Maybe I have a chance at this second pin set. And I go to boot up Animal Crossing and I look down and I see Timmy and Tommy standing there at the counter. And it, it, it was at that moment, I realized it right away. I was like, no, my island. Like, because that's the, yeah, if you yeah. don't have an island, that's the screen yeah. you get. And I was so. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> I mean, my Switch was already sold on eBay and gone. So what's the uh, process? You can call Nintendo? Yeah. So uh, Tim um, uh, from Nintendo Dads actually had said that he had to do it for his son. And it was actually pretty easy. So I had the day off on Friday. And I didn't even call them up. Um, I just did it through chat. And I just okay. said, I lost my island. And it's not a big deal. But if you could save it, it'd be cool. Hmm. And uh, yeah, so what they do is they... Um, because your, your island gets backed up now as okay. of like, what, six yeah. months ago or so? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so they push a button on their end. And then what they'll do is they'll tell you to boot up the game. And as soon as the Nintendo logo leaves the screen and it goes black, you hold down the minus button. And after a couple seconds, Tom Nook will show up and say, I heard you want to restore your island. And yeah, you just go through your it tells you like the last date that it was backed up and you say yes and um, the island got restored. And then I was nervous about the user data. And my my player is there. So I think the player gets saved as part of your regular player data on your okay. switch. So when I when I transferred to my new switch, I brought the mm. player data over, but I didn't have an island to go to. And if you don't have an island, it's not like you can create a new island and your player comes in. They have to be sort of linked to the island. Uh... I'm not totally sure how that works, but. Anyway, it was super easy. So, so if you, did you not even need Nintendo at the end of the day? I did ask them on the chat. I said, is this a process that I would have to call or can I just hit minus to restore an yeah. island? And they say, no, you have to you have to ask them. Oh, they um, like they, and, they, they flipped the switch on their end. Yeah. And you can't do it a lot. And the reason being is they don't want you to trade some rare items to somebody or bring a bunch of money to somebody's island and then restore your island. Um, that's gotcha. what they're trying to avoid. So if this were to happen again tomorrow, maybe I got a new switch next week. Who knows? Um, I couldn't have it. Yeah. If I asked them to restore it, they'd probably tell me no. Um, it's it's a rare process. But so use it only when you need it. Definitely don't use this as a process to cheat or anything like that, because Nintendo will be on to you. Um, but yeah, it was super easy. And um, yeah, so now I'm working on trying to get the second Mario pin set um there's some animal crossing things i have to do i did the tetris 99 um i'm just waiting for it to clear i am one mission away from being able to get the second set and the second set is still in stock really but i'm like terrified it's gonna go in fact i'm gonna check it right now what do you have but to do you just have to do last mission. 15 missions what's the last Mario one you gotta missions. do and i'm at 14 and i've done two of them but they haven't registered yet so, John, this is the question I asked you a couple episodes ago where I'm not I'm not into this. I don't I don't know why. Maybe I should be, but I'm just I don't get it and I don't really care. Yeah. I missed it's that weird. set until I got it today. So now I really want to get the second pin set and kind of mm-hmm. get caught up. But 
Yeah. But that, that's my Animal Crossing story, and uh, I'm working on my Nintendo Island now. Number seven. Drew, I'm mad. And I'm mad at you this time. I, you're always mad at me. Now what? You, every time you message me, John, I need a game. It happens all the time. Wow. And I always say, Sayonara Wild Hearts. And you took me up on it. Well, oh, you've been God. telling me for the last 12 months. Yeah, you took me up on it. I was so excited. I was like a little girl, Drew. I was like, oh, he's going to play it. He's going to like it. I'm so excited. And I was like telling you, make sure you got headphones on. You need the best experience and all that. And I, I should have known this was going to go wrong because you were going to play in your car. Like, I, I played it loud. Cold. Yeah. No, that, what? I turned it up all the way. Okay. Did, did, you, did you have headphones in? No. No, see, and I knew it. You're sitting in a cold car with switch speakers running. I knew it. I I, I knew it. And you, you, you know the, 10 wanna... minutes in, you message me and go, I hate this. And you go, this might be one of the worst games I've ever played. That's fair. I said that. I did. <laughs> Listen, here's the problem. You asked for this. You asked me at least a dozen times. Like, and I said, no. To my to my defense, I said, no, John, this doesn't look like a type of game I would enjoy. No, play it, play it, play it. I don't think I'm going to like it, John. Play it, play it. So you asked me to do this, and you knew deep down what the answer was going to be. Yeah. The game, yes no. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes you do need to explore let a me, game, a genre that you haven't played before. Let me say and, this. Let mm-hmm. me say this. Though I hated the game. It's not a bad game, right? Right. I, I respect the game. It's not for Drew. It's not, not for, for me. Drew. I did not like it. But with that being said, I did finish the game from start to finish. I played every level. I rolled credits. It's like an now, hour. Uh, yeah, hour, hour and a half. I played, I think, yeah, during an entire gymnastics class, which is an hour <laughs> and a half. Um, yeah, it's just, it's not, it's so not what? Hey. So, so the thing about this game that I tell people is that, like, beating this game is easy. Like, I mean, like you, I mean, you saw it, right? Like, yeah. if you if you die, you just continue literally instantly right from where you were. And okay. I think if you if you hit the same obstacle like three times, the game will stop and go, "Hey, is this too hard? Do you want to skip past this?" You know? Yeah, that, <laughs> like that, I never. I always said no. That happened yeah. a couple times. I would never right. skip a scene like that's no. I'm not gonna and, do that. And there's no part of this game that's really hard, right? There's no like super difficulty or there's no frustration there's going to be parts where you you might die or oh, i always hit that tree on that one level yeah but it's not like oh my it's not like ghosts and goblins or anything like that Correct. um so beating the game is is easy where the fun in this game is is trying to get the high scores and all the levels and and build up because i feel like when you keep hearing the same song over again what this game does better than maybe any game i've ever played is it gives you that flow state. You know, the, the flow state is a gamer where you are just going. And so you have this great song ringing in your head and you're just like, shoo, 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 through trees and that sort of thing. And heart, 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 heart. And, you know, and then you like go out of your way, grab one of the diamonds. And then you're like gold rank. And it's like, yeah. And I, I don't think, think I got any gold ranks. That's the joy. Yeah. I mean, you probably bronzed your way through this. No, thing. I, I silvered a lot of them, but not okay. all of them. <laughs> Um, but trying to get all the diamonds and then you have the area the Zodiac missions, which you probably didn't do, um, where they give you these riddles and you have to try to figure out the riddle 
by you have to do like a certain feat in the game. But the riddles can be sometimes tricky. Sometimes they're obvious. Sometimes they're tricky. I had to look up a few. Um, and then trying to do those is is just fun and challenging. So um, it's definitely a game where just going through it is is not enough. But I understand. It's not I tried. I tried. I even though you said it wasn't your kind of game, I think it's always good to push people into different genres because you never know if I mean, this could have been a game you really liked. And the next thing you know, you're playing all these rhythm games all the time. Well, wow. um, so I think it's I think it was worth it anyway. I almost bought it for you. Um, you probably would have if I waited long. I was enough. gonna give you a code and just say, "Oh yeah, try this. This code is like a some game I just got, or you know, whatever. I don't need it." And then you, <laughs> you say, "Are," but um, yeah, it's really good. My so my I'm still waiting for Kevin. Kevin said he was gonna play it. I haven't heard back. Well, when and, Kevin uh, plays, I want him to come on and tell me his opinion. I and I see. I don't know because I don't know if he's that kind of gamer. Um, and my and Michelle is now playing it, although. But, she hasn't been playing it. I mean, she still plays Animal Crossing and all that, so she still... So she doesn't like it either. I told her that you hated it, and she's like, really? And I'm like, you know, and I told her, don't tell me you hate it too. And she's like, no. But she's like, she played a few levels, she stopped, and it was like two days ago, so um, mm. I'll force her through. But I told her she had to wear headphones, and she's just like you. She's like, oh, no, I don't like having headphones on. And it's like... It's like for for music type games, you really want a good audio experience. So I don't know. Well, we'll see. I have a feeling she'll be like you, and she'll finish it and move on. Good. Not a girl. And then we'll call her out next week. Ah, let's do it. Let's step up the intensity. Ouch! Now that was a great workout. Number six. All right, folks, uh, just like every month goes by, a new Switch rumor, Switch Pro rumor comes out. However, this one has a little bit of, uh, let's say, what's the word I'm looking for? A little bit of truth. A little bit, a little of, bit of truth, a little yeah. bit of oomph, a little bit of, uh, yeah. So uh, this was all over the place. Anywhere that, you know, releases video game um, rumors or content has talked about this, even as big as other places outside of video game mm-hmm. um, news sites uh, and what they're saying for the switch Pro rumor is john i'm just going to list these 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 few things and then i think the bigger question here is not so much what we like or don't like but if this truly was the switch pro rumor mm-hmm. would you be satisfied um and some mm-hmm. of the things they're saying is a seven inch screen what is it now it's six inches or it's so? 6.2 right now okay. 6.2 inch so essentially, it looks like the imprint or the, or the the size of the Switch tablet wouldn't change, but that border around it would almost expand, right? Yeah, the screen would go closer to the ends. Yeah, which is nice, meaning that the Joy Cons and stuff would all be interchangeable. I would think. I would hope so. I yes. would really hope so. Yeah. Um, they say 4K output from the dock. 720p screen is that still what we have today that is exactly the same screen it would be a different screen it would be an, an oled screen yeah which would look um, a lot but better it'd still be 720p yeah and I, I don't have much experience with the oled but um yeah i have a tv heard, and i love it i heard a few people that i kind of trust say that like going to 1080 which has kind of been what i've always said like how about 1080 really wouldn't make much of a difference because of the size of the screen is so small so I'm I'm okay with 720p after hearing yeah. people say it's not a big deal. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Uh, now the other big rumor was they said this is coming out this year, this holiday. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, you have to ask the random question of, will they have exclusive games? Will this be, you know, up resin? Or I can't imagine they would ever have a game that comes out for the Pro that wouldn't work on the right of the Switch. Do you think that's true? Yeah, so the rumor is that it will have exclusive games, and, like, the person who knows this information says there's at least one that they know of already. But we always go through this with different iterations of systems, and systems don't really do exclusive games. Now, there was a few for the 3DS that you could only play on the newer system. Um, I know Xenoblade Chronicles uh, mm-hmm. was one of them. But the reason why you, you know, you think you'd see it more like, you know, I think a lot of gamers think, oh, I want my game to look as good as possible. We're coming out with it. Uh, maybe Jedi Fallen Order, as an example, maybe it's coming out to switch and they only want it on the new system or they only want to put their resources into a system that's more powerful. But mm-hmm. the problem with that logic is there are 80 million people with a switch. Yes. Right. And you want to you want to sell your game to the biggest market. That's why the switch gets all these third party games. And if you're going to limit yourself to a market and they're talking about maybe a million of these switch pros being available per month, your your market is tiny. Yeah. I mean, your market. Well, they said uh, that's what I read. They're going to start production in June. Mm -hmm. Right. And they can they can manufacture a million per month. So right. let's just say it comes out December first, right? It, and it starts, you know, June, July, August, September, October. Yet you're gonna have like six million units available. I don't know if you would see six million at launch, but yeah, I know, I, I, I hear you. Like they're gonna start ramping it up. Well, but, I mean, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, it's I mean, not I'm gonna a, be so the big question. Game, a lot of them. I, I agree with the exclusive game thing, but let's say this is true. Are mm. you happy? Are you satisfied? Are you disappointed? I, I, I have wanted a Switch Pro since the beginning, um, so I can't remember what game. Maybe I know when you're playing Breath of the Wild, right on launch day, and you're seeing some of the slowdown, especially when you get to the area mm-hmm. with the sword, the forest. Um, uh, so yeah, I really want one. the The only disappointment is I love my red Switch. It's the first time I've just love, love, loved my Switch. And um, but if a Switch Pro comes out, I'm getting it. There's no, there's no decision there. Agreed. Um, so I would miss my red switch. So I'm kind of hoping they put out a pretty cool one. I, I guess I would kind of hate to see the normal black one. Not that there's anything wrong with the black switch, but we've had that same switch for a long time now. And then we finally just got something different and I'd hate to go back to it. So that's the other thing too, is though, with this pro switch that we saw, you really aren't going to see the color from the front angle, right? Because there's no more window. Yeah, but you see you like on the red switch, you see the red on the top. You there's see, there's it, a, you know, back, quarter, yeah. half an inch border. I my guess, and I think it makes a lot of sense, is the back of the switch mm-hmm. um, is going to look very different because they want to avoid confusion. It They're not going to put it yeah. in the same shell. Right. Because then you're going to get a switch at a store and you'll be like, what is this? And you got to look at some like model number. It's going to look different from the back. It's going to have a different appearance, maybe a different color. But I still think, yes, like the Joy-Con should be the same. Not that I love the Joy-Cons, but, but I don't have- I just don't want to see that the switch become a PC and people getting confused over which Joy-Con. They go to a store, they buy some Joy-Cons, and they go, oh, it's not compatible with my Switch. Well, they could come out with it a Joy-Con 2.0 that maybe feels a little more comfortable in your hand that still has the same rail system that would fit either one. It, so, as long as it connects. That's what I'm saying. As so long as I'd it be connects. okay with that. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't want it to be $100 either, though. <laughs> I don't think. 
I don't think they do that. But yeah, as long as it connects and works and, and really no new buttons, I don't want new buttons. I want no. them to be the same thing. Yeah, like a Joy-Con 2.0, maybe there's less drift problems. Maybe the buttons are a little bigger. Maybe the Joy-Cons are a little bigger. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I'd be super stoked. Now, if there is an exclusive game, if they're talking about they, they know that there's an exclusive game that's going to only be for the Switch Pro, what game do you think would that be? Well, I mean, if it's not Breath of the Wild, what else would it be? It's not going to be Breath of the Wild 2. There is no chance. Nintendo would never do that. It's going to be a third-party game. Um, and maybe like a Jedi Fallen Order or maybe some other game, uh, maybe Tomb Raider Trilogy or something that is That's high end asses in the seat. It's got to be a first party game. Well, no, you can have an exclusive, well, exclusive game. game. I'm sorry. It's yeah, game. yeah, no, it, yeah. it wouldn't be first party, but um, it's it's just going to be a, it's going to be a developer that doesn't want to put in all the time and money into, you know, dumbing down, you know, their game. It's so going to be somebody with a history, though, that already has exclusivity with Nintendo, most likely. And you know? someone, yeah, someone that has made. So like a Bayonetta games. type game, right? Or or even like a Pokemon. Like those are just examples. No, of no way. Pokemon. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that's the answer, but I'm saying people like that. Like Pokemon's not on any other system. Bayonetta's not on any other system. Right, so right. someone along that line that's not direct first party. But I'm thinking, but I mean, we're just talking about like an exclusive that is not on the Switch. It's only on the Switch Pro. Correct. That's what we're talking about, right? Or are we talking about an exclusive game that's only to on Nintendo. a Switch Pro? Yeah, I, I kind of read this as it's it's going to be on the Switch Pro, but you can't play it on a regular Switch. And that that becomes the problem. How are the yeah. how are the games labeled in the store? What stops people from buying one one of these games and going, yeah. I can't play it? You know, like well, Xenoblade I think that's Chronicles. Well, and... like you see, you know, today we have the red box for a Switch. Xbox mm-hmm. still has like the green. You know, PlayStation always had the blue. Yeah. You have well, to X- do something like X- that. Xbox kind of shit the bed with that because if you've gone to the store, mm-hmm. the, the, the Xbox One games have a green top. And now the Xbox Series XS games just say xbox on the top they don't say xbox one it is very subtle hmm. that even i like you, you have to read like you, you can't look at it with a glance oh, and yeah you're gonna but the thing is you can buy an xbox one game and it'll work yeah but, but you don't want it it's not what you wanted right yeah so but, but this is like this will not work if you bought xenoblade chronicles or i think minecraft 2 was an exclusive to the new the new 3ds um it wouldn't work Correct. And you know that people bought these games not realizing it. So and they, and you you know the exclusive. Do you know how the, the 3ds exclusive games? How you can tell? I do not. They're sideways. The oh, game okay. Is rotated sideways. Um, I'm not sure if that's a good enough indicator. <laughs> and not it says it on the box, but I mean, yeah, it's a quick like if you're opening the box and it's sideways, it means you can only play it on the new 3ds. So, um, pretty subtle, but. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for it. Hopefully there's not there's not going to be a lot of games that are exclusive. Let me, all right, let me leave you with this last question. Mm-hmm. If this is true, truly holiday, when would you think we see an announcement? Um probably you are probably going to see an announcement as late until the release date as possible. They're not going to announce this 3 months early and then have the the Switch just not sell. So what's probably going to happen is they'll announce it like a month or two before and they'll they will do a a price drop immediately so mm-hmm. that people will still buy the regular switch. Cause if they don't do the price drop, everyone's going to say, well, why yeah, am yeah, I going to yeah. buy a regular switch now? So, uh, probably I'm guessing a price drop to $250 for the switch. 
Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like a month or two later at most, we'll see the I, I Switch think, Pro. Yeah, I'm thinking like an August announcement. I think they'll be by the end of the summer once they have a couple months of production in there, make sure everything's going to be scheduled and planned accordingly. Yep. Yeah. The other thing they can do is the, the Switch Pro might be $400. So that would be Good a reason thing. for people to still buy a regular Switch. It's not going to be a $300 device unless they do a price drop. So. Which would make it one of the more expensive Nintendo products ever. Let it happen, man. I mean, if it's only going to do 4K from the dock, then, you know, whatever. I don't care if it's $400. You're, you're yeah. going to sell them. You're going to sell them. I mean, I well, but you know what? Yeah. And if we only have five million in production, then at that time, we'll sell. So, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, the only the other thing I'll be very curious about is um, like, will they do updates on some of their older games like Breath of the Wild or something or, or Link's Awakening? Some of those games that had some frame rate issues. Age of Calamity. Um, are they going to do some updates and make them perform well on a Switch Pro? I would love to see that. So that hopefully mm. that's that that is something we see. Number five. All right, we're going to talk about the Pokemon Presents that happened last week, and we've got a special guest with us today. This is Tim Candy from the Disney Guys. I'm surrounded by Disney Guys. Can't Tim. get away from us, John. <laughs> I can't get away. Uh, Tim actually is a very big Pokemon fan and Drew hates Pokemon. So we're going to kind of sub them out, but we'll leave Drew here. Um, but before we get started and, and go into these games, Tim, you are a bit of a, a pro player with Pokemon. Can you tell us about your Pokemon history? Um, I'm a big fan of the Pokemon games. I actually am not involved in the competitive side of the video game Pokemon, but uh, I'm a pretty big uh, Pokemon card player. I've played uh, TCG games for years, and right now Pokemon, so I focus, and I have had a lot of success in that game lately. (laughs) You've won. I mean, like, you don't just do tournaments. You've won tournaments. Uh, Yeah, yeah. That's pretty amazing. Who were some of your favorite uh, Pokemon cards that you like to play? Um, I'm not an expert, but I'm curious. I am very much a like play the best deck person. Like I don't tend to pick my favorite Pokemon. I just play like what's good. So like last season, I had a lot of success with like Buzzwall, which is certainly not one of my favorite Pokemon. I don't think a lot of people are big Buzzwall fans. Zorark is another one that's perpetually good. Um, a lot of the really popular Pokemon just they don't make good cards of like hmm. Charizards are not that competitive and Pikachu just evolves into Raichu like so Spoiler. you, you just kind of got to go through the go with the flow when it comes to uh, Pokemon cards as as Drew will find out because Drew may be a Pokemon hater, but he dropped in the uh, the Disney guys discord chat today that he uh, bought uh, Let's Go for his kiddos. Uh, oh, I, I, yes. I may and we have. will be talking about that. We, we will. Now, uh, you know, Tim, you gave a perfect answer of what an expert would say. You play the cards that win, not the ones that you like. <laughs> it's like a life lesson. That is a lot, yeah. Now, Tim, so now you're excited for these games. So let's talk about these games. Um, obviously, we know Pokemon Snap is coming out next month. Um, I know a lot of people are excited about that one, and I might actually jump into that one. Um, but we know a lot about that one. Will you be playing that one? Yeah, yeah. So I was like huge Snap fan as a kid. We were in the Nintendo 64 household. For some reason, we never owned that game. We just rented it from Hollywood Video every I... time my parents went out for uh, my father was in the military so they used to go to formals all the time and we would just always rent that my sister and i and i'm not sure why we didn't just buy it because we definitely spent more <laughs> renting it like 
every other weekend. But for some reason, uh, so I'll own my first Pokemon Snap game when this one comes out next Yay. month. <laughs> I've done that, too, with certain games. You're like, you're just all in at that point. Yep. Um, so the first one that they showed here is kind of a much anticipated remake. Um, the Diamond and Pearl games, which is interesting. Quick story. That was my first Pokemon that I played. My wife and I uh, jumped in. I hadn't played Pokemon before. And we jumped in on Diamond and Pearl, and we each finished the game and did trading and all that. And so, yeah, we're getting a remake. It is Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. The graphics are a little bit chibi. Um, They're cute, but the characters are kind of tiny. What did you think about this one when you saw it? Oh, man, I'm going to rant a little bit. (laughs) There is no fan base of anything that hates the thing they supposedly love like Pokemon (laughs) fans. And I am not one of those fans at all. I am so stoked on this game. There is nothing Pokemon fans have asked for more than Diamond and Pearl remakes, except for maybe black white remakes. But they know that the Diamond and Pearl remake has to come first. And they complained about the new look for um, Sword and Shield. And they complained that maybe Game Freak's losing its edge or Game Freak's making a game every year is wearing on them. So they should hand it off to another developer. And then we have the Pokemon Presents and we get the Diamond and Pearl remake. And it's being made by another developer who specializes in ports so that Game Freak can concentrate on a different game that we'll, I'm sure, talk about next. Mm-hmm. And instead of it being the new system like Sword and Shield, it's the the company said they're going to use the exact geometry from the maps in, in Diamond and Pearl. And they're just basically going to update the graphics, but use the cool new battle graphics from Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. And Pokemon fans just complained like crazy <laughs> about this game and it just blew my mind. I'm super stoked for it. Definitely going to buy it. Uh, I think we're on uh, diamond over Pearl, but I, I just blows my mind that the internet seems to think this is awful when this is literally everything they've been asking for, for like 10 years. It yeah. Can't understand it at all. There, there's a meme and it's the funniest meme that says nobody hates Pokemon more than Pokemon fans. Oh, I thought you were saying Drew. <laughs> But I, 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 even more. I got, a, I got a simple question here for for you for mine myself. Uh, when Pokemon does this genius marketing to double down on on these two different versions of every game, is it legit the same game? Just except that there's certain Pokemon that you only can find in each certain game. Yes. Uh, for this one, it almost certainly would be uh, Sword and Shield. The last, the most recent runs, like the end of 2019, was the first that was like. Uh, the bigger bigger difference and that was simply that there was two towns that had totally different gyms depending on what version you bought but prior to that it is purely these pokemon only show up in this game and these pokemon only show up in that game and it's to encourage trading so there's there's no reason to get both games unless you're like a super collection completist but then you'd have to play i mean you'd have to restart you'd have to play the whole game again right yes yes you know level up your characters the whole nine yards that's when you that's when yeah that's when you convince someone like you know a kid or a spouse or whatever to play the other one but i think there's there's some there's some fun to pokemon in picking it like you know when they announce sword and shield you're like people debating which one they're gonna play and everyone's got their different reasons for picking it and then Tim just said he's going to do diamond. And I don't know if it's just because he likes the word diamond better than Pearl or there's certain Pokemon in it. That's just the one that I had when I, you know, yeah, high school and college when that game was out for me, you know, yep. so the nostalgia. I mean, this this brilliant diamond, these remakes are pure nostalgia for me. And it's awesome that a new generation will get to play them for the first time. 
Yeah, I and I'm excited for it because I did play it and I didn't I didn't like fill out my decks. And a lot of these like offshoot games, I really do like to try to to fish, you know, finish up the decks. Sword and Shield, I kind of depended on that random trading system that they had. Um, and so it kind of felt almost sometimes it feels like cheating. But um, yeah, I'm definitely going to jump in on Diamond Pearl. I played Diamond and I'm not sure which one I'll play. Um, but I'm going to see if I can get my son who's big into Pokemon to play the other one and we can do some trading. I, I like it. The little chibi style. I don't know, Drew, you haven't seen it, but like the little characters look very short and cute mm-hmm. and whatever. But I, I thought it looked good. I thought Diamond and Pearl looked good originally, too. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to play this one on Switch. And that one is coming out this year. It's going to be a holiday 2021 game. So um, very excited for that one. But the end of the Pokemon Presents they kind of showed you what the future looks like. And this is a game coming in early 2022, which is really interesting because that's not that long after yeah, 2022. Right. Yep. Yeah. And they said early 2022. Now, that that could push back. We've seen games push back all the time. Um, and it did look rough, but it's Pokemon Legends Arceus. Apparently it's Arceus and not Arceus, according to NVC. Um, but Arceus. And this one looked more like. Like, if you remember when Sword and Shield came out, people wanted a Breath of the Wild kind of change to Pokemon, a more revolutionary style. Um, And Sword and Shield kind of brought us the same sort of style, except for that one area, the wild area. Um, This game looks like it looks like Breath of the Wild um, with Pokemon, and it takes place a long time ago. What did you think about this one? I I think it looked unbelievable like it's mm-hmm. it's obviously a sea change for pokemon i think a huge reason that they're putting out the the diamond and pearl straight remakes is because they need that traditional turn-based battle for the esports side of pokemon and i don't mm-hmm. think that'll be feasible here but it, everything about this looked awesome the environments the the pokemon in the wild the fact that the pokemon can attack the player character which has literally never happened before um yep, yep. just everything about it looked totally awesome this one, I'm not seeing anything negative on the Internet about. I will say people are already right. worried about frame rate. People pointed out there's um, like one shot with like I think it was a, a chingling or a bronzong where it's like literally like two frames a second. <laughs> um, so fingers crossed that all those rumors about the upgraded switch um, that dropped earlier this week uh, mm-hmm. might come to fruition before this bad boy comes out, because I could see this melting uh, your your base model switches like I have from, from launch. Me too. It, it did seem like an early look. Looking at the trailers, a lot of the world is kind of empty-ish. Um, I, I think it, it it had the feel of a very early trailer. And it, I mean, apparently this game will come out a year from now. Um, but that's still so much time for a game to bake, especially if they've got all the the skeleton, all the bones in place, and uh, they they, they kind of work on that stuff. I wouldn't be too worried unless in nine months it's looking a little a little glitchy. But um, yeah, this one looks really cool. I'm excited for both of these games, all three of the games that are coming up next. Um, very exciting. So if you're a Pokemon fan for Switch, I mean, it's probably not a great time because you're probably miserable and angry. But I mean, it's going to be a good time. <laughs> Uh, and uh, stick around, Tim. We're gonna we're gonna bring you into this next topic. Number four. So yeah, guys. Um, I did a thing today. Uh, we were talking to our Distortians over in the Disney Guys chat, and um, I bought a Pokemon game. 
I did it. I dropped the ball. Now, here's the thing. Um, My kids, when I watched them play 3D World with me, they had the time of their life. And it made me realize, like, they were into it so much. They were playing on their own, like, replaying levels. I said, I need to find another game that they can get that into. Uh, so I said, well, let, let me let me look into the Pokemon stuff. And, and you know, it was either going to be Pokemon Let's Go or it was going to be Sword and Shield. And and I think I think I talked to you, John, as well. And you guys both said Let's Go would probably be the easier one for them to pick up and for me to, to learn this franchise of. Um, so mm-hmm. over the years and years and years, it's never that I hated Pokemon. I think the problem was is it was always like on my back burner, right? I always there was another game I'd rather play. And then finally, I just said, "F it! I'm just gonna I'm gonna pick this game up." And I love the idea of collecting these little creatures that are all cool, fun-looking guys, um, and then battling with them into a, a turn-based game. I love turn-based battle, and I'm, I'm all for it. So the idea of Pokemon in my mind was always like, "Why wouldn't I love that game?" But I just I always put it off. So let me tell you a little bit about my experience so far. I played for almost two hours so far. Wait, wait, which one did you choose? I went with Let's Go Pikachu. Okay. Um. I still have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. It's like walking around, talking to people. I got lost in some forest for a good hour. And I said, I'm fucking stuck on this game. I hate this game. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> and then I was playing with my daughter, so I had to be calm. And then when, you know, after she was laying down, I said, let me just play handheld and find the way out of this godforsaken maze. And I finally found my way out of the forest maze. And we're be, back in it. Wait, it can't back be what on. maze did you end up in? Like... I was like the, the like between like the first town and the second town. There is no maze between the first town. Yes, it's the forest. It's a base. Yeah. <laughs> Just getting attacked um, by weedles left and right. I, was like, I don't want to fight any more damn weedles. <laughs> uh, no, the kids had a blast. They love it. Uh, of course, you know, I let my daughter pick the character, so she named it Zoe. And then you have your, your little best pal there, who my son. Oh yeah, that's me. And named them Evan. Uh, yeah, it's it's um. It's fine. It, it, the controls are interesting. There was definitely a lot of lag, like you guys said, I noticed. Um, but uh, I think it'll be easy for them to pick up. And, and they like battling. They're not. It's weird. They're not really into the collecting of the Pokemon. They want to battle. Uh, so I thought that was kind of interesting from the kids' yeah. point of view. But, yeah. Uh, that, that I was gonna say that's the thing with this game that was a little different because it was modeled on Pokemon Go and that's kind of where the the Go word kind of got yeah. shoehorned in there. Um, but most in 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 all of the Pokemon games, you battle every Pokemon. You it's like a random encounter, and okay. you don't see the Pokemon in advance. In Let's Go, you actually do see the Pokemon. They're in the overworld, and you just throw balls at them. You just throw your Drew balls. And yeah. you catch them. And that's all you do. You don't battle. But you do battle in the gyms and, like, when you run across a trainer. So the battling's there. But keep in mind, in a regular, like, a sword and shield, you are battling all the time. There is no throwing of balls. No ball throwing. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, you can throw a ball to capture a Pokemon. But it's usually you battle them until they're weak, right? And then you capture them. To, yeah. to be fair, not to get too inside baseball... Sword and Shield, they changed the mechanics behind the quick ball, so it is almost always best in the mid to late game to just throw a ball first thing and not battle because the quick ball has the highest catch rate as long as you use it on the first turn of the game. Oh, nice. I don't think I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just always start every battle 
even if it's friggin' legendary Pokemon with a quick ball, because you have like quick a ball. 40% to 90% chance to catch the Pokemon in Sword and Shield. I like that. That's that's oh. quality of life improvement to me, because that that's part of why I don't love Pokemon, because it's just like, dun, dun, you know, like there's a million battles and it just yeah. takes up so much time. But let's go. I loved Let's Go Pikachu because it's a it's a remake of the first game. You have the, you know, 151, 152 Pokemon. Uh, is it 152? I always think it's 151. It It, it is 151. But then there is. Uh, isn't it technically 152 now? Because Let's Go has Mew in it. And Mew, Mew did yeah, not yeah. actually exist when Red and Green and Blue came out. It got okay. added after, after like the urban legend about the truck and the boat and all that stuff that we believed as kids. <laughs> okay. That's, that's why I got confused because it's like there is Mew. Um, so you have the original 151 and Mew, which I think you only get with the Pokeball. Um, I think that's the only way to get Mew, but you can get Mewtwo in the game. Um, it's and it's just so fun and it's not overbearing and, and it has kind of all the rules from the first game. But as the series has gone on, they've added a lot more to it. And we don't want to we don't want to overwhelm poor Drew here. So, yes, yeah. very overwhelming. No. I, overall, uh, I played it for two hours. It's uh, I, I made it to the first gym area and then I paused it. So I wanted to I, I'm going to make this a game. I think I try to play with the kids um, and let them try to do a little bit of the controlling of the of the controls and stuff like that. I thought it was interesting. You have to use, like you said, one Joy-Con and that's it. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a little confusing, but I, I get I get now why. So um, I'm interested to un- un- unveil the Pokemon universe and, and see where it brings me. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to pick up the net the last three games you guys just talked about, but hell, never know. We'll have to see. As long as I don't have to expand my plushie collection, John, I can't afford <laughs> to start buying every Pokemon plushie I see. Yeah, there's almost a thousand of them. Yeah. Ne- the, the next show change. <laughs> the next show, Drew's gonna have a stack of like a hundred packs of cars, and he's getting into the card game. I'm and he's also nervous going. about that. Yeah. No. I like glance good. over at the floor of my office that is like thirty percent covered with my card collection as I sort through it to get ready <laughs> to go back to playing in store now as uh, the the pandemic rages on. Is that something that you could have with a coach? I just come coach you, Tim. I just want to go along for the ride, have a beer or two. I'm like, <laughs> yeah! I thought you meant the other way, because I've offered <laughs> oh, both you and Bub on Disney guys, if, if you want your kids to learn how to play Pokemon cards, I will. I'll teach them all day. But you're I on the hook financially when they want you buying cards every other day. Nah, I mean, I kind of just want to come like be your, your, your sidekick and just watch you and root for you, have a beer or two. Well, I mean, when we get back to big tournaments, go for it. You, we, we can totally. All right, I'm all in for that. Well, that is, thank that you, is uh, Tim, for joining us tonight for this Pokemon talk. Um, any, any, you know, where can we find you? Anybody want to reach out to you? If you have any Pokemon questions, what's the best way? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm mostly social media wise on Facebook, and uh, you can find me hanging out in the Disney Guys Ohana, and you can hear me every week Monday nights on the Disney Guys Uncensored. That's right. Well, Tim, thanks so much for joining us tonight for Pokemon. And thank you guys for having me on. Number three. All right, that's enough Pokemon. Let's get into Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection. Drew and I both played this game. Um, We wanted to talk about it. Now, uh, the thing about Ghosts and Goblins is it is a series that a lot of us remember. We have some nostalgia for Mm. Um, but it's not really a series that people like loved. Um, if you ask anybody about Ghosts and Goblins, they'll remember the NES game and then say, "Yeah, I didn't fucking beat that game." I no, mean, they that remember game that great, 
they remember the graveyard level and that's it. They never yeah. saw it beyond that. Yeah, it's the Battletoads of Ghost and Goblins games. <laughs> so, much. Yeah, I mean, so, I, uh, think I love it for the theme in. The theme mm-hmm. in is fantastic. And like you said, the nostalgia of it. And the music, too. Like, oh, dun, 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 dun. Um, so my first impressions of this game were astounding. Um, the art style, I didn't really like the art style when I first saw the, the premiere of it on one of the Nintendo Directs. But... The art style looks really good. It's it's pretty good. Um, love it. I it's love very it. smooth. The game is polished, and it's hard as fuck. I mean, it's just it's, it's a hard, hard, hard game. But the thing I really love about it is, um, and and this is kind of, there's not that many Ghosts and Goblins games in history, and really the last real Ghosts and Goblins game came out for the PSP 15 years ago. Yes. Um, and the thing about this game is that it, it brings in a lot of elements. You see a lot of the old enemies. It really is sort of, mm-hmm. you know, here's a treat. Like, remember this guy? Remember this guy? Remember these enemies? And they have, like, a lot of the same enemies in there. And the Red Devil, who oh, is man. even more obnoxious. Have you killed him? Um, I did. I've killed him a, a few I've times. I've killed him, like, once. I just run away at this point. I mean, he just, like, dashes away. Like, you you can go right at him. It's it's kind. He's kind of a cheat. The first game, he was hard to kill because he kind of moved. But in this game, it's like there are times when you are just not meant to hit him, no matter where he is, yeah. no matter how accurate your shot. If, if they don't want you to hit him, they won't hit him. So the only time you can really hit him is when he kind of flies at you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, kind of annoying. But I, the thing I love about this game is that it's just like the old games, but they introduce a lot of elements like achievements and uh, skill tree and stuff like that which I really like. There's alternate paths, too. And I'm not sure if that was in some of the other games. Um, uh, not, not the original that I remember. The original just had five not. levels straight. Did, yeah. you know what the, I think this this is not a remake for all those that think of the NES game. It's, it's, no. it's, it's like, and again, I didn't play all the other versions, mm-hmm. but this is by far like 10 times more level design than the first one. Yes. Like the oh, whole yeah. Dragon's riding the dragons and stuff that's a new element that i don't remember at all the the first oh yeah the first game is very linear there's sometimes you go in a building and you go up and then down mm-hmm. but it's mostly like side to side the super ghouls and ghosts on the super nintendo had more of the going uphill and downhill kind of okay. stuff um so it kind of it kind of got that from there but yeah the alternate paths you know like the, when you start off the first level they're like which one do you want to do and you can yes. do two different levels, which is really interesting because they could have made this game like, what, seven levels and mm-hmm. they decided to make it five. But there's a couple times where you can choose an alternate path. I thought all of the levels would have alternate paths unless I unless I haven't done something. No, I don't, um, I, I, don't I don't think so. I think there's like the first and the third or whatever you could. You I should, think it's the first two. Yeah, the first maybe it is levels. the first two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the thing I like about it is that once you beat it, and I mean, if you if you play, you can beat it in one sitting, probably. You a know, a couple hours, I'd yeah. say. Yeah, um, a couple but hours. You can go through the alternate paths. Find there's these little umbral bees that you can find in each mm-hmm. level, and there's chests. Um, so there's like lots of things you can do, and then you can you know upgrade your skill tree. A question for you, Drew: Did you use the special items a lot in this so- game? So, yeah, to your point, right, you have the skill tree, which is, it's, it turns into kind of like a roguelike game, but the special items, at least the the bottom half of the tree, they mm-hmm. suck. They're not good. 
Yeah, like the, the, do much. the lightning and yeah. I don't understand the lightning. I've tried it on enemies. I feel like it didn't hurt them. Well, um, you have to hold down the attack button for like two seconds. It's too, so so it, the only one I use this. The only one I found beneficial was the one that creates a mirror image of yourself. Oh, okay. And you could do yeah. that before battle or the start of a boss battle, and now you're throwing two daggers or whatever at a time. So you're doing double the okay. damage. Okay. So that one I found beneficial in a way you're doing double damage but the rest of them were useless right you know i had the one that you turned into a boulder stupid uh-huh. the one that i had the lightning one um i had one that turned everybody to frauds or stone oh yes like but but again um i forget I, that might have been oh i had the one that when you get down to your boxer shorts it's like triple damage <laughs> But Which it, is not something I'm going to strategically do, but it's welcome. It's only one shot, though, too. Oh, just the but, first shot once you get but, in your shorts? But did God, you what's the look, point of that? But did you look at some of the higher-ranked items? There's really good... Okay. So I, like, I haven't explored them, but well, I am trying to unlock up to the them. Top. Yeah, so I just a, haven't I haven't looked. So yeah. one of them was, I think you resurrect if you die. Okay. So you get, like, a second um, life? Yeah, there was one where... Uh, I think just special makes you like invisible or invulnerable for a mm-hmm. certain amount of time. So there are some that like okay, but you're gonna have to you're gonna have to beat the game like four times in order to to get all those skills. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Like it's, yeah, you might you might be exhausted by then. But I will say without a spoiler alert, once you beat the game, it does unlock like a second mode per se. Without yeah, but we all know that. I mean, yeah, like you said that to me, like there's post game and it's like, well, yeah, because this game is infamous for you have to loop through it twice. Yep. The thing I really like, though, is that it doesn't I mean, when you beat the game, you, you, you roll credits now. The game is over. Right. Um, you, But there is like a second mode and it and all the levels are they're probably similar, but like they're hard. Oh, my God. As I, I started the second mode and there was triple the amount of bad guys on the screen i mean they're all over it's, it's ridiculous it's, i i think there are some game design issues and and that is it the difficulty levels are like insanity yeah. um and then even just choosing them because you go to the second mode but you can like press the l button and go back to the first mode mm-hmm. but if then you then switch between the the alternate paths um, it'll like bring you back to the more difficult mode. So I, it, the, yeah. the UI for it is a little weird. And then the other thing is it, it'll say like zero out of six chests in this level. Mm-hmm. I have not gotten a chest yet. Like I've I found have... them in the level. I see the, I see the chests in the level and you open them and I open them, but it doesn't register. Did uh, you the, un- the item. Yes. I'd have to double check because I I opened a lot Please. of chests, but now I want to go see if I says zero or if it says yeah. a number. Because when you get a B, the next time that B shows up, if you're it's going like, to the level yeah. again, it's like gold. It's gold, yeah. Um, meaning you already, so you it's, and it turns into points instead of yes. The other but thing the, I do, the chests are not working. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I don't know either. And then it is kind of like we talked about earlier, where if you die enough times, it does say, "Do you want to lower the difficulty?" Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, that death screen is bizarre. There's like six menu items. Oh, I know. And it's like and, lower and retry so or retry from this. It, uh, it's funny because there was one time I retried at a lower difficulty. I couldn't beat the stupid fly boss. Oh, which one was the fly it's boss? It's a fly, then it turns into a swarm. Oh, yeah. The swarming 
these are annoying. No, I, I lowered the difficulty at one point, and then when you okay. beat the level, it says, like, you lower the difficulty. <laughs> it's, like, it's a shame. Yeah. Uh, and then I also found the very last boss to be fairly easy. The second to last boss was actually very difficult. Yeah. Yeah, because the last, well, yeah, I don't want to get too yeah. spoilery, but the last boss, that happens a lot, though, in games where the final yeah. boss is a little easier than some other boss before it. Agreed. Um, so I've seen that before. The 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 hardest one is that that final ascent in the last level where you have to go up 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 and all mm. the platforms are disappearing. And my God, That's... you get somewhere and then the platform goes away and you fall all the way to the bottom. Oh, then you have to fight that troll guy again. Yeah, yeah. yeah he like he should be done. You kill him once, he's dead. Exactly. Yeah. It's just it's it, that that to me is like almost like the final boss of the game. Well, not, it took not the me a while on that one because I thought they disappeared in like the time, but mm-hmm. they don't disappear until you jump. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't realize okay. that till like the 10th time. You so had you mentioned can, that you said you were stuck somewhere like that. And that's I was where it was. You can sit yeah. there and wait and fight the swarms that are attacking you. Just don't jump. As soon as okay. you jump, they disappear. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say uh, just to kind of wrap this one up that this is a game that you need to have patience. If you don't have patience with your games, don't get Ghosts and Goblins. Um, but I think it's definitely going to be like, d- don't just roll credits. You're going to you're yeah. shorting yourself money. This was a thirty dollar game. It, Keep yeah. playing. Get through that second mode. It is going to be hard. I'm going to try. I'm sure Drew's going to try. I will. Um, but it's it, it gets really hard and it really does at times feel unfair and that's okay. I think they made a mistake. I think they made it a little overbearing. Um, but it'll be fun to try to get through it and, and unlock some bees. And yeah, the other thing too with those power-ups, those first couple power-ups are you got to hold the button way too long right. in a game yeah. that's just you're constantly being harassed. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like it doesn't give you it doesn't give you that like that power up feeling was like, I feel more powerful. It just, mm. I, I don't use them. And so I haven't really explored that system very much. Yeah. Um, I think that was Great. kind of a misstep too, but now I'll yeah. say there are four difficulties. I played at the second difficulty. I think uh, that's that was, like the normal, right? Yeah. Squire. Squire. Yep. Yeah. Which means if you, if you get to the checkpoints in the level, you can go back to them. I think the easiest one, I think if you, it's like Sayonara, if you die, you just respawn, respawn right there. I think. Oh, I really? don't, Okay. I, I, and then I, I think I know the, the other ones, you have lives. The higher so, levels, yeah, you have lives. I um, and judging that. by the second, and I, that might be, I don't know if that's the only thing that makes it harder, that you do have lives. Um, because this second run, I mean, like, I can't imagine being more difficult than the unfair difficulty of the second run, just on normal mode. I, I, I might try to play the second run on the easiest mode. So just to yeah. just to beat it, to be honest. Oh, the Marty mode? Is that the, the mode you're playing? <laughs> I might try that on the second. Okay. I don't know yet. Number two. Video gaming checkpoints or save points. It's such a, a fun part of the game. We just talked about it in Ghost of Goblins where they have the little flag. If you don't buy it, the flag goes up. Um, just want to talk about maybe some of our favorite checkpoints in Let's gaming history. Uh, so we asked uh, our Discordians. We had a couple there that we'll get to, but um, Dark Souls. You're a Dark Souls guy, right? Didn't you play? Yeah, the the Dark Souls checkpoints um, really kind of changed the game. Um, mm. And obviously, I'm sure you can look back at other games that did it like this. But the thing that makes the Dark Souls uh, checkpoints, and they're, they're the bonfires that you run across in the game, um, so great is you can... I mean, it's a very difficult game, and... 
um, the core game mechanic in the game is that you fight, fight, fight. And if you die, you lose all of your experience points, souls, if you will. And the only way to get them back is to get back to that same point in the game and then kill the enemy to get your souls back. Um, so when you get to a bonfire, that is the first time when you can use that those experience points to actually upgrade yourself. You don't level up by fighting mm. and killing enemies. You level up by exchanging that experience for a level or any other number of things. Um, so the bonfires become like this. Oh, I can breathe again. Like I sight. found yep. Yeah, I'm yep. not going to lose everything because there's so many times in Dark Souls where you lose just a shit ton of experience point and then you die before you can recover them. Um, the other thing, too, is those bonfires mean you have a new place to sort of create roots and then try to explore that area because mm. I'm big into games where you get to an area where you'll get your health refilled like these bonfires and you can just kind of stay in the area and do some fighting, do some fighting and then come back to safety. Yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. I do my grinding. You always want to be near where you can refresh all your health. Um, and a lot of games have kind of copied the idea. In fact, Jedi Fallen Order is just like that. You'll you'll run across a a meditation point and now you can refill your health. And okay. if you want, you can go explore and grind up. So um, that that was the first thing that came to my mind. How about you? Yeah, no, that one. That one is. I agree. There's a lot of games that do do that. And um, I agree. That's fun. Um, another one here. Final Fantasy seven. You play it before? I did. Um, I, I for some reason uh, the, I can't remember what the the safe points are. I, I I don't remember it greatly either. But I, I did a little research on it, and they have what you can find as an item in the game, which I thought was cool, called a save crystal, and you can pretty much use the items. I mean, they're consumable, right? Right. And you yeah. can use them anywhere you want because I think uh, if I remember correctly, Final Fantasy VII had very long gaps without <laughs> save points. Um. So you came across these very hard to find consumable save crystals and you could save it anywhere you want, which was. I'm... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I don't know if I remember it. I played Final Fantasy seven like a year and a half ago or so for the first time. Huh. I'm not even sure I even knew. Well, maybe you never <laughs> saw one. <laughs> I don't uh, think I did. This one here. You had one. I don't. I, I Shovel Knight, John. What? Um, what's going on I... here? So I like the creative. I mean, like you, you can look at like funny checkpoints or whatever. The thing about the Shovel Knight uh, checkpoint is um, every level has like three, two, three, four, five different um, checkpoints. And the thing about Shovel Knight that makes them interesting is you don't have to use it as a checkpoint. So it looks like a light. It's like a glass light with, you know, a ball, glass ball. And you can. And the first time I played Shovel Knight, I did this. You can break the, the save point. Okay. And if you break the save point, you'll get a bunch of gems oh. and, you know, up your score and, you know, whatever. And you and that gems becomes like a currency. Um, but if you don't break it, which you're not really supposed to do, it becomes a save point. So, yeah, one of the first times I played Shovel Knight, I like smashed the thing. I and then okay. and then I died and I went back to the beginning of the level and I was like, uh, what's going on? And the other funny thing they do is if you do break a save point. And then you die. You go back to the previous save point or the beginning of the level that you used as a save point. But then if you get to that save point again, you don't get the choice to now <gasps> use it. it. If you break it, it's broken now and you have to get wow. through to the next uh, save point. So if you can't do it, then obviously you have to quit the level. But I, And I remember that happening. I was like, what is going on here? And I was like, oh, you're not supposed to break them. 
I have a shovel. Everything looks like something to break with a shovel. That's fair. I I like I like the give and take there. And 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 when you play the early levels in Shovel Knight, you like some people will just blast through the early save points because it's like Mm. not so threatening and just get the extra money. But some people will blast through like later levels. And, you know, there's achievements for going through levels without using the uh, save points. So um, there's like a lot of give and take. I love it. Oh, okay, that's cool. Uh, next one here, Resident Evil. What a what a classic game. I haven't played any of the newer ones, but I pl- used to play a lot of these older ones. Um, fun, dark games. But do you remember the typewriters? That you had to find a typewriter, mm-hmm. and they had the the. I mean, they're airy enough as a game. They had the little you know the typewriter clips, and you had to type in what you want. Um, if I remember correctly, too, you only had so many save files or save points that you could use. It's like weird. I don't remember it. It's been a while. I I probably haven't played a Resident Evil game since Resident Evil 4. Um, I'll be honest. I never played the early ones. Um, The first one I played was 4. I tried playing 1 not not too (laughs) long ago. I, I was really looking forward to it, and I hated it. Yeah. Um. So I'm not. I'm just not big in the series. Do you remember the one for Wii? I think it was Umbrella Chronicles. Um. When it would you use the 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 what do they call the zapper the the Wii zapper thing? Uh. Um, yeah. And it was an arcade think... style. Mm-hmm. Where the screen moved around. I remember that game, but I yeah. I didn't play, I didn't play I that. I played one. that. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh. All right. So we had a couple here from our. Discordians. Uh, Third Stronus Mole says Safe Frauds, which I believe was from Mother 3, Mother which three. Would, would be Earthbound 2. Uh, yeah, yeah. Same it's Mother 3. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not too familiar with these guys. Uh, do you know anything about these? I Yeah, I played through Mother 3. Um, okay. Yeah, delightful game. I didn't remember the Safe Frogs. I had to go back and look. But yeah, I mean, it's a it's a series known for its humor. And, uh, yeah, you save your games by talking with frogs. And there's different kinds of frogs, too. So um, if you remember in Earthbound, I don't think I would call it a checkpoint, but you save the game by calling your dad, um, which I thought was hilarious. You just call and be like, oh, let me save it for you or whatever. Um, So, yeah, it's like the the series is never normal, right? They always got to be a little, little weird. Uh, why don't you do the next one here? Since I'm not really familiar with this one either. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this one is a uh, classic Travis touchdown. So in the No More Heroes games, of which we're getting a new one pretty soon, mm-hmm. um, you kind of like use the toilet to save. <laughs> so after you beat a boss or something, it'll just take like a shit and uh, it'll save the game. It's mm. kind of perfect for the series. That's funny. <laughs> and, that, just... and that was submitted by uh, Shiv UK from Discord. So thanks. Shivuk. No. Sure. So I gotta leave off the checkpoints with two of the most iconic checkpoints. And I'm gonna ask you the question, John. Mm. Um Mario and Sonic. So Mario, of course, speaking of we just we looked at the uh, the most recent game, Super 3D World, where they have the little flag and it has a little Bowser flag, and as soon as you hit it, one, you get a mushroom, and two, you now see whatever character was flag go up. Uh and then Sonic um sonic is is like this is the first one that came to my mind where it has i don't know if it's like a bell lantern thing and it kind of like swoops around and it changes color um mm-hmm. like a bloop yeah mm-hmm. so who does it better john mario uh, or sonic i'm gonna go with mario every time i'm not a sonic fan at all but i i like in the, especially in i think the newer games where they have the checkpoint 
that if you are a small Mario, you not only hit the checkpoint, but you actually get the the, the bigger size. So I I really I like that touch. The Sonic one, I don't think you get any of that. I don't know if changed in some other games. I don't think so either. I didn't play. I, I. Again, played some of the originals, like one through three. And Sonnet Spinball. Oh, right. Well, Sonnet Spinball. Um, it's a very recognizable checkpoint, but it um, is. it's not special to me. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, if uh, if you, any other checkpoints, guys, you think we miss, uh, let us know. Maybe John will, will, will tweet. We'll tweet everybody some checkpoints. It's, it's a harder thing to think about than you realize, but uh, it is. yeah, let us know. And number one, I got a question. Uh, I heard this question from somewhere. I can't remember if it was the dads or one of the other podcasts, but it's a little twist. If you were sent to a desert island to Mm. live your life out alone and you can bring five switch games, not one, we're not we're going to make it five switch games. Um, Which would you choose? And I really like this question because you usually hear this in terms of. What's the one game you'd play for the rest of your yeah, life? Yeah, but yeah. there is no one game. You get yeah. sick of anything. Um, but with five, you can be strategic and go with different genres. And so I I don't have any answers for this right now. But since we're just talking about the Switch and we're very familiar with a lot of Switch games, um, I think you and I should come up with our five together. We should be forced. Maybe you and I are going to the island together. Okay. And we should be forced to come up with our five. We have to compromise. Okay. So, so we're only getting five between the two of us. The I like two this. of us. Now, for the listeners, I want you guys to tell us what will be your five. But Drew yep. and I have to share. All right. So um, I'm going to lead it off then. And, and, and I'm, I'm going to propose the lead off of Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And here's why. Ooh, it's, tough uh, it's a massive world with tons to explore. You can You can explore every nook and cranny. And, John, when you get a little lonely, there's some characters there that you can go <laughs> behind the bush and do your thing. Behind the bush. I mean, you're on a lonely island. Who cares? Do it all in the open. But um, <laughs> yeah. that's why I'm going to sell Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Are you buying that or are you going to sell that? I, I don't know if I told you this, speak, but I really want to replay Xenoblade 2. Uh, the Smash stuff has really got me excited for it. And I really kind of roll the credits and then stopped. I really want to play through it again and do it real slowly. But no, that's a tough sell because that is a long ass game. It's not what you and want. Then, but once, yeah, but once it's over, I don't know if, I don't know. Even really now, bad. even though I did it in the bare minimum hours, um, yeah, it's like, it's tough to want to do. It. And the end of that, uh, it gets, it get it really ramps up the difficulty right at the end. Um, yeah, that's a tough sell for me, but I'm gonna throw uh, I'm gonna throw one at you, okay. and we'll, we'll see. We'll put Zeno on the list here. It's on the it's on the bat burner. Uh, for me, slay the spire, um, and I know you haven't played this one, so it's gonna I be a tough it. sell. But it's very similar to Dicey Dungeon, except with cards, and I think it's it's designed much better. Um, it's not as unfair. Um, by the time it starts to ramp up in difficulty, you have a pretty good deck that you have been able to customize. Um, but the thing I love about Slay the Spire is there are now four characters in the game, and then there's multiple levels of ascension. So once you beat the game, you can you can increase the ascension level. I can't remember what the max is, like 15 or something or 30, mm-hmm. but you can keep uh, upping the ascension level. 
And um, so there's just so much you can do. And then every playthrough is different. Um, I noticed in Dicey Dungeons, when you play through, you get a lot of the same um, attacks. When you play, say, the Spire, you can get vastly different decks put together um, on each run. So you can be more creative about what you do. Um, So this is one of those games that you could spend thousands of hours on. And even though, yeah, it's just card battling and going up, there's something about... um, Another difference with Dicey Dungeon is that you choose your path as you go. But when you choose a path, you may not come back to that branch. Whereas in Dicey Dungeon, you're going to end up fighting everybody anyway. You just might do it in a different order. Sure. Um, so I'm trying to explain it to you and sell you're it not, to you. You're not, you're not selling me. I mean, you might be selling me just to play the game, but you're not selling me as a, a, a five-switch game. Which oh, be all come night. on. Let's bring nope. Slay the Spire. No, we're not printing it. So let me, let me make this easy. Let's, let's, let me throw one out there that we both will bring. Okay. Mario Kart 8. Okay, I'm good. I have it on my list as well. On our list. Just and we can that play together. No debate. Be... Mario Kart 8. On Mario our Kate's, list. It's coming with us. Okay. I just um, how about... I know you haven't played it yet, but how about a Splatoon 2? I'm in. You don't even have to sell me. Okay. Cool. I, or a Splatoon I, 3. I, I wanted some type of shooter game. I was going to... Yes, I'm in. Okay. You're now finally... let me throw that back at you with Mario Golf. Let's go with Speed Rush. But I haven't played Speed Rush. What if it's terrible? It can't be. How much golf can I play? You can always try to get a better score. Would you prefer a different sports game? I mean, you got to have a sports game in there. It's so um, easy. It's so different. It's, it's, it's unique. I like arcade sports. I don't like Mario Tennis. Um, I wish NBA, the newer NBA Jam was on the Switch. That game is so good. Um... I just feel like a sports game is the way to go. I'm, I, if you're not sold on that, I, 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 I yeah, I got you. But what? But what are the sport games on the Switch? Though there's no football. I, I haven't tried Mutant League football. I really want to Mutant League mm. football. A Super Mega Baseball. I really like, but I don't know if that's a game I'm going to bring with me to the island. Um, the PGA wrestling Tour, game? but no, no. I'm not even. I didn't even like it. It's too realistic for me. I want arcadey. Okay. Let's put right, it this come, way. How about it. for our list of five? You pick one game, and I pick one game, and we cannot argue. We well, that each would have been one my game, game we get to bring. Mario Golf. Okay, you're bringing Mario Golf? Yep. All right. Guess what, Drew? I'm bringing Sayonara, Sayonara oh, Wild Hearts. You just wasted a game on our list. <laughs> I I have to do that because we need uh, we need a musical game. We need, uh, we need music on our island, and... Sayonara Wild Hearts has to come with us. Oh. We just need we need that thing. And then we consider we probably need like an exercise game too. We might need a just dance. No, we definitely need a bring we fit since you let me bring Xenoblade. I need someone to look at. <sighs> the thing with the thing with ring fit is it gets it just loops. My yeah. wife is level four hundred and three right Good now Lord. on ring fit. It is insane. But she's just doing the same thing over and over again. I don't know how she's not bored yet. But you know what? Maybe maybe I change it to a Just Dance 2021, oh, um, so that you and I can just dance and we we gotta we gotta get our exercise in. Do we have a island. TV on this island? I don't oh, want to put that handheld. I mean, no, we, oh no, we got it. We have we have a dock. Okay. All right, I'll think about this one because I'm willing to switch to a different rhythm, different music game because we'll get exercise. It'll be hard to let go. So we need a last game. You said Xenoblade Two. I said Slay the Spire. Um, 
Do we, we need another massive? Like, what about like Diablo? Diablo, we can play a long time, but that that game does get a little boring. It I does, don't know. It does. I don't know. We need something that. I mean, Breath of the Wild is it? I mean, is that just no, another that's... one where it's like you finish it and you're kind of done? I think so. What else are you gonna do? You just gonna go? Oh, let me go sit by the tree today and just. <laughs> Explore. Let me drive my motorcycle over to that tree. Maybe we can go through the game multiple times with different things. Like you and I will share a controller. You, you know, have like, to beat it with like a wooden stick. Uh, what about Animal Crossing? I mean, is that maybe too close to home? Being on an island. I kind of like it. I mean, you should literally just say destroy my island and start over. Maybe. What if there was two-player Hades? No, I would get all no. of it. What about Skyrim? Animal, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of feeling Animal Crossing. I feel like there's a lot you could do within the game. Mm. Mm. How many do we have? What, what's on our list? Are you writing these down? Well, we got Mario Golf. Um, I'm sitting on Sayonara Wild Hearts or Just Dance. Mario, Mario Kart 8, Splatoon 2. Really I was kind of looking and I'm like wondering, like, I'm not a Fortnite guy. I, I but, was thinking that too, but I think that could be a good. Maybe we could become Fortnite guys. We might have to because I feel like yeah, we could. That's something we can keep playing. I don't know. I'm not. I don't it, know. It, it hurts to say that. That's the problem. But yes. reality is reality. It might be you, the you, best option. You have to adjust because I don't know. What about clubhouse games? No, I did all of that. Well, I don't know. We could play checkers and chess. You're right. Yeah, there's 51 of them. I mean, it's like it's almost like a cheat where you get like a game. That's all I want to be doing, John, is stuck on an island with you and playing. John, let's play some war. (laughs) Like (laughs) we could play chess. I mean, like I need chess in my life. So we could make chess, though, out of like bamboo sticks and a little chess board in the sand. And checkers. Yeah. You know, we can make those. We can make those real pieces. It's possible. We don't need fifty one. I'd rather I'd rather become a Fortnite nerd in a weird way. Okay, so are we really gonna put Fortnite on the list? Can't believe so, but I think that's your best option. Uh, what that about would, Apex? Would you want to do Apex or Paladins? Or is Fortnite? I see. I like Fortnite the idea has, of, of the Battle Fortnite. Royale. I think it's more engaging. I'll tell you what. I played that Realm Royale game, and I loved that game better mm-hmm. than Fortnite. But yeah, Pal- the thing I don't like about Paladins is like. Oh, I'm on a team. I go rush ahead. I died. I go back to the beginning. Paladins I go again. Is very, it's just death matches. It's old school, yeah. golden eye. That's all it is. Fortnite yeah. and stuff like that is more of a open world, three, you know, third person. And okay. All right. So I think we have our list. Um, okay. uh, we have Mario Golf, Speed Rush, Speed Rush. What are they called? Speed. I think so. Speed Rush. Yeah. Uh, nothing. Why does that not sound right? That's right. Super Rush. Ah, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> I should know better. Uh, Mario Golf Super Rush, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Splatoon 2, which I wrote down as Platoon 2. Totally different thing. Or 3, depending uh, if we can get it or not. Depends on when we just yep. stranded. Fortnite. And oh. then uh, uh, for my game, I just nixed them both. I'm going to bring Slay the Spire in. I feel like as much as I love Sayonara oh, Wild Hearts... Um, I kind of hit the wall and what I can do. So Slay the Spire will keep us entertained um, in a one player. And I think the rest are interesting. The rest are all multiplayer. We all play them together. 
But we need a little one-player game that will yeah. last forever. So glad we have some uh, Wi-Fi on this island. Oh, we're gonna have the best Wi-Fi on this island because right. we're the only ones. That's true. It's, there's only one access point. All right, I like our list. All right, that, that was, was a fun exercise. All right. All right. Well, that is wrapping up our top ten. Uh, John, what do we have happening over the next few weeks in March? Ooh, we've got some games coming out. Apex Legends comes out Tuesday. By the way, I'm, I'm Today. Off, I'm off the bandwagon <laughs> for that. Are you really? I'm back off. What happened? Yeah. I just... I got Pokemon now. The oh. Pokemon guy, apparently. I just... Oh. I think it was in my mind. I'm thinking like Overwatch. And then when I really watched all the videos on Apex Legends, it's not for me. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Um, but it's for Justin. It so yeah, by the time you're hearing this, Apex Legends is gonna be out. Very cool. Um, Crash Bandicoot Four. It's about time comes out March 11th. Um, I'm interested in that. I still need to play the original games. Um, Stubbs the Zombie in Rebel Without a Pulse. Marty was big on this one. Uh, Xbox port March 16th. Plants vs Zombies. It's a big zombie week. Uh, yeah. Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville Complete Edition. If you're into that sort of thing, March 19th. The Hades Physical Edition comes out March 19th. Oh. You're buying it? I don't know if I'll buy it day one, but uh, yeah, I swap. might at some that's point. That's a swap meet. That's an that's a trade. Yeah, it's it's one of those like you hate to double dip, but you can't, I want it physical. Like I just, I just do. And here's a date to look forward to. Mm. March 20th, besides being Drew's birthday. That's right. The big 4-0 for Drew. Nope, not even um, close. Not even close? No. Okay. <laughs> um, is the uh, one-year anniversary of Animal Crossing coming out. And um, mm. you know there something's going to happen. And I still have an outstanding prediction about paid DLC coming. Um, so that's going to be a day to look forward to. I know Animal Crossing will celebrate it. It might just be something like Hooray on their Twitter. Um, but keep did, an eye out for something. I haven't launched Animal Crossing. Remember the first big update where you could go swimming? Mm-hmm. I never did any of that. So I stopped before that. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, I, I think the well, that was before the Halloween and Christmas stuff, too. Well, yeah. th- that was like in the summer. It was like June or July, yeah. or July, maybe. Yeah, I really like the Halloween and Christmas stuff. And now the Nintendo stuff is out, so... Um, I've been kind of working on that a bit, but I, my current island, I didn't roll credits, so I can't do all of the island construction that I need to do for my Mario level. Um, so that's something I've I've been playing with. I just built my stage, my camp, my campsite today, <laughs> so I forgot about it, and so that's why I couldn't finish the game. But um, yeah, there's I mean, there's not much that's going to pull you in really at this point. If you miss mm. Halloween and Christmas. There's nothing, especially with Halloween with you. I know. I uh, should have played. We're never going to pull you back in. But maybe maybe next Halloween something will come out. Yeah, um, maybe. I don't know. But it'll be interesting to see what happens on the loop. You know, does Easter look like the previous Easter? That sort of yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, so March 20th will be a big day for Animal Crossing people. And that's it. That's it. Good episode as always. That was fun, John. Well played, Drew. Well played. Yes, indeed. All right, Drew, have a good night. You too. Uh, good night. And um, I'm going to be a better father and parent, I guess, this week. So, uh, <laughs> good night. Dad goals. Good night, Dad. Good night.
The Dads After Dark show is a part of the Nintendo Dads family of podcasts. You can subscribe to us anywhere podcasts are available, including iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Be sure to join us on the Nintendo Dads Discord in the Dads After Dark show channel for some naughty After Dark talk. Follow us on Twitter at NDadsAfterDark. Ask us a question and we may answer it on the show. That's all for tonight. Good night, Dads. Sweet dreams.